0: Hey, welcome back to CORE, everybody. It's uh, Thursday, December 2nd, 2021. This is CORE. We're talking video games. The big picture. I'm Scott Johnson with uh, Bo Schwartz and John Jagger. It's very nice to see everybody. We're in the month of uh, December now, which is great news uh, for anybody out there who's been on the fence about supporting our Patreon. So hop over there. We'll talk about it later in the show. Patreon.com slash CORE show. One of the reasons is we had a big conversation before the show today about the fact that Tom Holland once did a commercial for Final Fantasy fourteen and I didn't know that. So did you know that? And if you didn't know that, well, you're like us, or me anyway. John knew. Bo didn't know, I don't think. Me and Bo were in the we we're in the dark. So go listen to yeah, that. I have no clue. Yeah, it's all up there and you're like, wait, how do I get that? Become a patron. Patreon, slash core show.
1: All right. But that, was getting... the, that was that in the age of when uh, you saw something Final Fantasy 14 related and then scrolled away. No, yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> you were. Fair. You're right. We've <laughs> come uh, a long way since
0: then for Final Fantasy. It was Fantasy. released at a different age. It was a different time then. Yeah. One of the three of us is suddenly playing it again, and we'll talk about that later mm. also. But before that, this. All right, there's a few things going on out there. Um, you know, we got this Matrix resurrected, I guess it's called. Yes, resurrected. Um, resurrections. Resurrections. Plural. Plural. It's really? Plural. Okay. Yep. What is Alien Four Resurrection? Just Resurrection. That's resurrection.
2: One. Yeah, I have that's, to watch you, that. You get one Sigourney
0: Weaver. Oh, <laughs> got one Ellen Ripley. I or one resurrected Sigourney Weaver. So that's that's right. uh, we're watching that for Film Sock this weekend, and so it's messing with my resurrection film name head at the moment. Uh. But uh, we'll figure this out anyway. So we got we got the Matrix Resurrections coming up, and something called Matrix Experience. On unre- Unreal Engine 5 leaked on the PlayStation 5 store and then I think got pulled, right? Uh, uh,
1: I don't remember reading that part. I got so excited uh, by anything Matrix that I was like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. I might have to buy a PlayStation 5 shit. What,
0: <laughs> if you can find one. Um, so yes. uh, you can find anything right now. Nothing's. You can't get anything. You can't get Switches. You can't get uh, Xboxes. can't get PlayStations. Nothing. And The video card chips. I mean, the chip shortage is like it hitting an all time hor- horrendous moment here, and you can't get them. So, um, this
1: article it's linked to does theorize that we may hear something on the Game Awards
0: weekend potentially. Uh, um, does that mean Keanu shows, shows up again and gets on stage and says, "No, I mean, you're awesome" or whatever? Do you think that
1: <laughs> out of out of any franchises, any any of these film franchises, Matrix has been the one that's embraced the video game multi. What do they call it? Multi-tiered storytelling or multiverse? <laughs> like grapple storytelling? Like just this idea where, like you know, like Riot's doing it right now. They have a TV show. They have mm-hmm. a MOBA. I'm sure they have comic books. Sure. You know, right, Blizzard where does your it. They story have novels, gets told yeah.
2: in a lot of different formats, and, and yeah. it all lives. It's it's a metaverse of some sort. So type. Sure.
1: yeah, for Matrix, there's, there's technically a fourth Matrix film in between revol- uh, in between revolutions and. Or no, Reloaded and Revolutions 2 right. and 3, right. which is Enter the Matrix, which on the completion of levels, you get exclusive footage not seen in the films tying the two together. Mm. And that was an idea that came from the Wachowskis themselves. Like They're big on that. And The Matrix Online, I don't know if it's been answered if that's actually going to remain as canon, um, but that the intent behind Matrix Online was to continue the like canon storytelling of it.
0: Well, in I the thought they had work. said that was canon because in that canon, um, sorry everybody Morpheus if you're not keeping died. up, this isn't really a, spo- a spoiler, but uh, Morpheus dies in that game, in that MMO. yeah. And they, right. from what I've read, they're keeping that. That stays. There's, that's why you're not seeing Lawrence Fishburne and things. You're seeing a guy that looks a lot like a young version of what Morpheus might look like. I'm, we Nobody knows what that means or is. I mean, everything's getting rebooted or who knows, but, but there's no Lawrence Fishburne because there ain't there ain't no morpheus I, mean,
1: I have theories but even theorizing can ruin it for some people so i don't want to go too far down the rabbit hole yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> with this film yeah because but i'm like super stoked for it i i, I just have to imagine like because it's a giant computer program it, it can of course be updated mm-hmm. or you know the, the the expansion pack come out or the sequel The you know it's a realm reborn Basically, they should have called it the Matrix, the Realm, reborn. Mm. <laughs> that's pro- that's this is post MCU, yeah. And I gotta think that the producers are looking at this as a franchise that, that is could just be a beginning. Like I'm, I'm thinking they're just like, oh shit, wipe it down. But at least in their fictional world, they it makes it's actually very logical and not a stretch or silly. Or we have to have kang come into the multiverse business or whatever like it's mm. you know it's uh it's that so um very excited to see what 2021 version of a matrix video game entry will look like because there was there, the, the games while they were not great um they did do interesting things path of neo was very fun Enter the Matrix was cool because it did tie some of the story. And then when I went in, people were like, I don't know if I like The Matrix. I'm like, that's just because you didn't play Enter the Matrix. Ah. And I got all the secret footage. Uh, I, know.
2: I, yeah. I played Enter the Matrix and I... I don't think it saved the other two movies for
1: me. But. <laughs> uh, yeah. mm. I know, but I, I mean, I'm such a fanboy that it's you know it's it's hard. I to mean, think. it is
2: a cool universe. Like, there's no doubt about it. I, f- I there's a part of me that feels like they waited exactly the right amount of time to get people hyped about the Matrix again because this, for whatever reason, you know, when somebody announces like, oh, we're bringing back Ghostbusters or something like that, you're like, yeah, do we need to? I don't know if I really feel the hype. I don't really have the trust. I don't I I don't know. It either feels like it's been too long and you're just doing it for the wrong reasons, or it's too soon and it's like, why are we doing this again? And what I found, at least for me personally, is when I saw the Matrix, I was like, oh, like I I was skeptical in my mind and I saw that first trailer and I was like you know what? I'm exactly ready for more Matrix yep,
0: stuff. I'm right where I need to be for it. And part of that is on my butt on my couch watching it on HBO Max on premiere night. That's partly where I'm going to be.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's also pretty nice. Yeah, and it's me-
1: post-John Wick. I mean, Keanu's had all that training. Yeah. He knows he's that. All right that right training. Like, yeah. <laughs> he, he's pried. This is the best time, right? Hot off of – like his thighs are still hot from all the kicking he's doing and – three like he's he's good to go get him yeah, before it starts to his back starts to go out and he
2: can't do it anymore he yeah. shows up to the set and just goes i know kung fu and they go yeah that's the line in the movie he yeah. goes, no i just know kung fu like yeah. what do you want me to do i'll yeah. beat yeah. people up yeah
0: he beat up bill ted beat up bill once with kung fu and it never ended from there uh it'll be great to see what this is my guess is this is less of a game and more of a experience like this is going to be some kind of explore the world oh. of the matrix and be ready for the movie and it's not going to be a full yeah. game
1: i, I hope think. it's a vr thing i don't know it, it, i'm i'm remaining cautiously optimistic you're right it could be just some advanced marketing foo mm-hmm. uh but um i don't know I, i'm excited I'm, I, just, I had to put it in here i'm a fanboy i'm like i've been oh, trying not to go to the matrix reddit and get spoiled on things but a new trailer dropped two days ago And the trailer only shows mostly old footage from the first three films. Oh, weird. But there's these little slivers of hints. So if you, for example, the Merovingian is coming back in this film and they show very briefly what he looks like interspliced with what he did look like mm. and I'm just like oh my god what's what's happening you know and um there's a shot I think of that hunter guy looking real intense I posted it on my twitter it just looks really weird and I'm mm. like I don't know what that's about mm. and there's a, a shot of um like real earth with the robot war and, and there's uh, uh you know there's theories to draw from that that I'm not going to go into that might reveal the plot of the film but um yeah it's very cleverly done they, they barely showed any new footage um and, you know, they, they made a big deal of the cat. You know, when you see a cat twice or, you know, it's a glitch. Sure. And so it's like, so they're showing the old movies and then cutting it with the new movie in that mm. referential. It's like a glitch way. I don't know. I loved it.
0: Is uh, Joey Pants eating a steak? Because I'm out. No sale. If he's not eating a didn't steak. Didn't
1: see any Joey Pants. Damn it. Uh, didn't, didn't catch Joey Pants.
0: Okay. That's unfortunate. But, um, the, the first the, movie the, is the, one of the greatest things I've ever seen. The second two movies are a bummer. They play better if you watch them back-to-back, but they're still not great. Um, but overall, it's a world I can't wait to be in again in some form. If it's just the movie, if there's some video game tied to it, I'm with you. There's reason to be excited. I think it's all good. We'll, we'll see how it goes. Uh, by the way, this is here's the here's the Merovingian, just for fun.
2: It's my business to know.
0: That's from the third movie. My business. My business, or this one. I don't believe this. I don't believe this. I am the most... <laughs> stereotype frenchman of all time and i'm coming back for four (laughs) so anyway that'll be great uh watch for more of the game awards probably because this stuff tends to get leaked and then show up there um this is big news this is the one i'm the most excited about maybe maybe uh amazon is going for a mass effect tv show they're going to try well they're they're in like major negotiations there's no Filming being done yet? Um, as far as I know, the full project's not, re- you know, greenlit. But there is uh, work toward securing the rights to make a Mass Effect television show on their streaming Prime Amazon Prime Network. Uh, and I'm personally not going to listen to all the negative nillies. I want this real bad. Well, I'm, I'm excited gonna about it. Well,
2: I'm going to make you listen to a negative nilly. Totally fine. Totally fine.
0: Here, let's get one thing out of the way. Um, I did some math. All right. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, we got we got math. <laughs> I did some math. Yep. Yeah, and the the concern for me was like, all right, they're gonna do female shepherd. Are they are gonna do male shepherd. How are they gonna handle this? Yeah. And at first, my first th- first thought was, well, they probably do male because all the box art, all the promotion materials at the time, the commercials at the time, and the trailers at the time, they're all male shepherd doing male shepherd things. But that's probably not reasoned enough. I think the big reason is um, I found data that. EA has showing that eighty three point six percent of all players chose male Shepard, which is a yeah. lot. So I just want to get it out of here early because I know there's a lot of fem Shep fans out there, included in this room, uh-huh. uh, this virtual yeah, room. You're we're talking
1: in. to two fem Sheps right
0: now. Absolutely, yeah. Everyone yeah, I know absolutely. loves fem Shep. I like her. I just Look, didn't play her. A
2: bunch of idiots played the game, is what your eighty three percent tells me. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: I think <laughs> I, I, Wait, yes. you insulted 83% of our, pl- our listeners. Maybe listener said, no,
2: not it. 83% of the listeners. I have a feeling that our listeners are high caliber and don't make up a large Here, portion they of that 83%. Just, what they mm-hmm.
1: should do is just do a them chef and be done with it.
2: A them chef Oh, that's good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I made yeah. it basically my Man, first. that's re- going to be referred back to later in the show. You guys don't even know it yet. Oh, great. Here's the problem is whether it's male or female, like, we have strong opinions on what who, what and who Shepard is. Not just, like, gender, but also how they look, how they act. Both think Shepard is a badass that will shoot people and intimidate people and punch the hell out of people, like yeah, a, she's a, black a lady. Kiefer she's Sutherland in, mm-hmm. in 24 kind of character. My Shepard is generally looking out for people and trying to do good and, you know, will be tough when she needs to and you know, but mostly is going to do the right thing. And yours uh, is the default male shepherd because you couldn't be bothered. <laughs> so it's, <laughs> there, there's a, there's a wide variety. My shepherd's a sniper. Yeah. I don't think, you know, a lot of people played shepherd as a Vanguard or a default soldier. Cause they couldn't be bothered. Like there's a lot well, of I played reasons. as a
1: soldier, but I did that for a reason. Cause I was like a hardcore human that hated deviants right? Like, yeah. you know, they're, they're all just a pain in the ass and I got to keep the universe together with all these crazy science people. But so, John's, you know, John's point
0: you're going to give me too though. much trouble. I'm just going to shoot you in the face. John's whole point holds because you're doing that. He's doing what he did. I did what I did. Other people do what they do because the game is literally a game where you are encouraged to make a bunch of changes, choose different paths, answer questions differently, go Paragon here, go Renegade there. Like the whole point of that game and its entirety is this is this this system right of of choice making and building out a better role playing experience? So everything you're saying, John, I understand. But let me sell you on something, and then you can okay. come back with whatever rebuttal okay. you got. Here's my sales pitch. Yeah. This is Amazon. They have norm. They have more money than God, mostly. Uh-huh. Um. So I'm not worried about budget. Uh. Here's the good news. The good news is, the expanse one of the finest. Uh, television adaptations of all time is ending with its final season this coming season and they're done. That entire production team, crew, uh, producers, showrunners, all those people are freed up suddenly in their sci-fi TV making life. And they don't have the expanse to be pounding on all the time anymore, which will stand alone and always be amazing and everyone loves the expanse. I don't see any reason why some a group of that caliber couldn't take this source material like they took the book source material from Leviathan Wakes all the way through Leviathan Falls which just came out last week the final book in the series and take that material and make a great character based character driven narrative experience set in the Mass Effect, Mass Effect universe Even if that includes a dude or lady named Commander Shepard, I think they could do it specifically. So I'm what I'm saying is right talent, right people. This is a slam dunk. If not, then it's I could see problems. You know, like I because all these things you've said are legit, but I think that those guys can overcome the stuff that you've said uh, and think Bo has said as concerns with just sheer talent for making great science fiction. So, Hmm. will it be perfect to your experience that you had? Probably not. Will it be perfect to the guy next to you? Probably not. That's the point of that game. Everybody has a slightly different experience. But the tone, the milieu, the, the texture, the world building, the characterizations... They can all still be there. The things that were consistent for everyone will still be there or they could still be there with the right people. Okay, there's my sales pitch.
2: Now you tell me why I'm wrong. Okay, here's here's why uh, a lot of what you said is true and ultimately is uh, wrong. Here's 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 what's going to happen. Like, yes, you're right. Like they could they have a talented crew. I believe they have the money, the budget, the ability to make something amazing. I'm with you. If they make the decision, and I think whether this is a successful show or not, is going to hinge on this one decision. Is Shepard in this? If the answer is yes, I don't think there's anything they could do to make the show good. Anything. They could ask me to consult and say, we are going to make it exactly your Commander Shepard. And I don't think that would be the right decision for the show. They might get me on board. But so one of the things I I will just oust myself, I love watching other people play through games that I've played. I've watched people do full run throughs of last of us and, um, you know, parts one and two and I watch people play final fantasy and I just, it's one of the things I like to watch and see how other people interpret games I've played and stuff like that. Yeah. There's one series that despite my fandom for, I cannot watch somebody else play and that is mass effect. And that's because as soon as I see somebody else, with their shepherd I go I can't watch this mm. this is this is this is disgusting like if they pick male shepherd right out of the gate I'm instantly gone if they pick female shepherd I can go eh okay but then you know next thing i know they're romancing Caden or something insane like that and i'm like what are they doing what's Ew, this is Aiden, this is, that, yeah, yeah no. Oh, right
1: yeah no garris all the way that's the thing i <laughs> sh- i banged garris you'll remember
0: yeah um, i do remember so, that yeah yeah the game and, i uh, banged no garris, one i didn't feel good about sexing up any of the characters in the game i never i never did that any of well, that full romance so
1: it thing. was and it was sweet because i didn't bang anyone in the first two i got to Three and I was like, I should, I should make time for love. <laughs> and I'm like, who do I? I'm like, I think I like Garris the best. I'm just gonna bang him. And I'm like, I don't think I'm gay, but I'm like, I love him the most. And let's go, romance. Yeah, let's do this. Yeah. Sharp, sharp, sharp edge boy. Let's go. You know, like and yeah. yeah. So you know, it's gonna feel weird when the shepherd the shows like, like you said, romance
2: and K. Like, what kind of monster romance is K? Ugh. Mm-hmm. And I just, I don't think there's any universe where that feels good to Mass Effect fans. Now, in the chat room, uh, Spiral Shape said non-Mass Effect fans might enjoy a Mass Effect series with Commander Shepard. Sure. And that's probably a decent amount of people. And maybe that's who it ultimately ends up being for. And you'll I watch will tell it no you matter right now, You're going to watch ma- it, though.
0: No matter I, what. I will-
2: no, if it has Shepard, I won't watch it at all.
0: You are absolutely going to watch no, that show.
2: No, I guarantee you, if they put Commander Shepard in the show, I won't watch it. Uh, wait, I've, <laughs> I've got, a,
1: I've got a cross here for you. Uh, I'll just, I'll be right back. You
0: going to go bear
2: one? <laughs> no, I'm just, i just like I have no interest in watching that show. Yeah. Like, if you're going to tell that story, there's a ton of stories in the Mass Effect universe they could do. In fact, one of the things that I think is a problem with Mass Effect and its storytelling is it goes so big for its culmination that it kind of hurts the ability to tell additional stories and it kind of becomes the one story for the era it exists in but they could tell the story of the first contact war and that could be badass you know make the turians this big scary monster alien and you know big fight where earth is on the back foot for most of it and uh you know like, they could do so many cool things with that universe. The only thing they have to do is not put Commander Shepard in it. I mean, that's one they thing they that. have to do.
1: Yeah. I don't think they do that. I think it ties into whatever new Mass Effect game they're, they're working on a new Mass Effect I mean, if they're doing it right, and maybe I'm just spoiled by Arcane at the moment, but if they're doing it right, it's going to be something that marketing wise ties into.
0: Yeah. And the new game's got, yeah. we think, Shepard getting a revival because what's well, her tally's walking around with his armor and it's all hinted at. I mean, I can't. That early teaser is couldn't be more clear about their intent to bring it all back to the Shepherd verse. Um, uh, it will be Shepherd again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well,
2: so. I mean, you've got you've got Liara. You do have uh, you do have her armor in it, but that I mean that doesn't mean Shepherd's in it. But it means it's still tied to. But those it's his things. it's his n Seven
0: stuff. Like you wouldn't do that in the teaser and and have it be that's a, big a weird reveal. thing. Like, not you just play as
1: another character? Like, can't you be um, Danson, Commander Danson? You, commander Ted Danson,
0: you know, like, yeah, Commander Ted Danson, yeah, runs like the bar. you know,
1: like can't they just can't you just be a new commander? Like what, or is it just I is mean, the franchise? The they go,
0: is
1: yeah. the franchise so um, locked to Shepard because that's how we experience the world that we can't ex- play as another character? Like I think crazy. they <laughs>
2: thought that they could get away from Shepard and that they did with Andromeda, and then when that did badly, they said, "Oh, we can't." But I think that's learning the wrong lesson. Mm. You know, I don't think Andromeda was bad because Shepard wasn't in it. Uh, But I have Mm. a feeling that there are people who just look at numbers and sheets and facts and go, Andromeda didn't have this Commander Shepard in it. Well, let's put Shepard in it. People seem to buy games with Commander Shepard. Let's do that. Mm. I just don't think they know. Like Andromeda was a bad game that was buggy and it felt incomplete and it felt like crap. If
1: you were a Shepard's kid, like, you know cuz that elusive man got some hold of some of your sperm or eggs and and they made <laughs> uh-huh. they Rebulced. made they made like a kid so you're like you're not like a naturally born kid you're some like you know gene farm born kid yeah uh, uh and and uh, boba fett not boba fett but clone style you you grow up in five, five short years you're an adult yeah. and then Liara and tatalia are there and they're like you know one of them will say who they banged, if, if so, in your save file.
2: I mean, canon- <laughs> canonically, 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 they had a clone <laughs> of Commander Shepard in the game.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: that's right. So,
2: that's right. You, and you fought, you fought her uh, or him, and so I mean, it's not hard for them to bring back Shepard. You fought her or him I love I love the emphasis that you gave that all right so so
0: I got a couple things to say here number one or Laura for real in the chat room is killing me with this idea of making a Muppets Mass Effect because I am all in on that I think that's an amazing idea Uh, but that is never going to happen okay second of all here is a list of things that sound impossible and yet Uh they were and they ended up working and working in spades
2: (laughs) okay all right and then because I'm
0: just saying I want to have some optimism here here's what here's what I'm gonna gonna do short list all right uh-huh. Uh, in theory and on paper, Mad Max Fury Road shouldn't work. Instead, it's the greatest thing they ever did and maybe one of the greatest films of all time, action films of all time. That's okay. a good example. Another good example is The Expanse. The Expanse should have been really hard to translate to to film, let alone television, and they killed it. They did a really great job with it. Um, that's another example of that. There are plenty of these out there if you just dig around about things that shouldn't work. There's no way, no way the whole world should be on fire about a League of Legends animated series. It just shouldn't happen. It shouldn't be as good as it is and yet here we are it's as good as it can be and more and has put put Riot on the map in a way that they have not been able to do for a decade and more, 15 years or more. So what I'm saying is it is possible to do this. It used to be thought impossible to make an Avengers film or an Iron Man movie or any of that stuff because they were B-tier characters, only comic book Uh, readers even cared about and no way that stuff's supposed to work it's just not supposed to work it's all supposed to be silly and bad and yet here we are one two three five ten miracles later we got what we came for i'm just saying there is a universe of time that we might live in where the right people with the right talent and the right effort can turn mass effect into something special shepherd or not
2: you know what scott I i almost agree with you Mm. <laughs> they can a hundred percent do that as long as they don't put commander Shepard in it. Right. It would be like making, let, let's say, you. let's say you're going here. to, let's say you're going to make a movie based on the choose your own adventure novels. Yeah. And you put out a movie. That's a, a linear story. There's no alternate endings. There's no cut, cut scenes. It's just literally this. Don't you think everybody in the world would go, why is this based on choose your own adventure? It's just a linear story. It's just a story. It's just a movie. Why did it have to have this branding on it? Like, that's Mass Effect. Everything you've named is based on something that has, like, a singular story to draw from. But Mass Effect isn't a singular story. Despite what the internet will tell you about those games having no ultimate meaning or choice in it, everybody's experience in that game is different. So it's, it's you can't a, it's a fair say we're going to do this because mm-hmm. everybody thought it was something different. Your takeaway I think it's a fair is completely point. different from mine.
1: Yeah. I think we, I, I, just to, to jump on that, we look at games as legitimizing, or movies as legitimizing games because it spreads it mainstream like Arcane has, right? Uh, we sort of look at that as always a victory in the gaming space, but I think what Mass Effect does has accomplished that really I've no other game has accomplished. I don't think narratively has is a highly complex interactive story that overall super succeeds. That makes the idea of a film version of it. Like, you know, it's, it's like driving a, a, a crazy awesome muscle car. I don't know what they're called. Like a charger. I think, and then being like, okay, why don't we redesign this charger into a Beetle Volkswagen style? And you'd be like, I don't want that. I just want the charger. Like the 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 this the, the, the storytelling opportunities are so next level mm. that it's like translating at five you know sophistication levels down. That actually contemplating a film version feels like a huge regression. And I think that's where John's coming from. And like I'm inclined to agree. Like the the film. Will not live up specifically to Mass Effect because Mass Effect is the only game I can think of where I feel like I was Shepard for the duration of experiencing
0: that, Mm -hmm. and you were your Um, own Shepard. I understand. I totally get that.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah. So like, like I think John's John is right in that it's we're trying to. It's like uh, trying to put Avengers Endgame on an Egyptian pyramid in hieroglyphs. You know, like you're just like I like the movie better than the hieroglyphs like the hieroglyph story, (laughs) like the art's great. The hieroglyph art is great, but it just, the Avengers in game just works as film. And I'll just gladly stay there. You know, like I don't want the hieroglyph
0: version, but, but imagine that's what I
1: mean about a TV show. I think that's what he's getting at. And I see his point very much, but
0: what if you're somebody just, let's go back to Marvel for a second. You're somebody who grew up on the comics. You read through the, whenever that Thanos storyline happened, eighties, nineties, whenever it was. Yeah. Um, the gauntlet and all that you 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 read that and you and you got out of it whatever you got out of it and at the time Thanos was much more blustery and he was like yeah the universe will bow to my brother, and he was just like one of those villains in the comic adaptation and then this this movie comes along this two-part movie comes along he becomes the big bad of the MCU for a whole for a whole uh, phase and when we finally have to confront him he's played by an actor who's got a much subtler touch when it comes to how he's going to deliver things um, they do some interesting things with him phys- physically, visually, that he wasn't like in the comics. And his delivery is very different. He's much more calm, much more like this is just inevitable. like the literally uses that word all the time. And it's done in a way that is like a way different experience than that comic book was. or watching the Hawkeye series right now. It's based on Matt Fraction's work, but not really. Huge changes to it. Now, I realize we're taking what was a medium of a linear story. And then changing it to another kind of linear story. And that's not the same as saying, I'm going to take this interactive story with all the choices that I made and make it linear. That is one big defining difference here. But I'm ready for someone to do it right and tackle it. I got a weird optimism about this because I don't disagree with your concerns. Um, I just think it will be possible... And again, a lot of stars have to align for this to work and that the money's got to work and everything else. But I think it's possible for somebody to take this thing and in the same way that you have Kirk or the same way you have Picard or any other leader in space, you can figure out a way to make a great story about the, the legendary Commander Shepard. And it doesn't have to adhere to the exact stories that the games went through. It can be totally different stuff. It can be, uh, you know, who knows what it could be. It could be whatever. But what I'm saying is I... I'm at this stage enough excited about it that I don't want them not to try. I want them to do this so that we can see if this works or not. And if it doesn't, that's fine. Then we can then, then write it off say, well, I guess nobody can handle this until another generation figures it out. But I just think there's a chance. And if there is, I love that world so much. I want to tune into that shit every week. And I want it to be good.
1: Well, if it if it's a good part of the marketing spend for the game, then I, I support it. But if it if if it isn't, they should just keep that game for the development of their <laughs> Mass Effect games or whatever. Right. Like, yeah. but I mean, I ultimately it doesn't matter to me. I, I think you're right. If we get something special, that's great. So if they make the effort, why not? Like, yeah, for sure. I'd, but I'd just, love
2: to you know. see. I'd love to see a great Mass Effect TV show. Like, I think that would be cool. I just don't think it can be. I don't think it can be Shepard's story. Like well, what, that doesn't if, make what any if it sense. comes out? And when you say like, what if they do something different? It doesn't have to be that story. Then why does it have to be commander Shepard? Then put someone else in it. You can even put other characters in it. Cause the other characters are canonical mm-hmm. and they evolve because of Shepard. So if you put it in like, say early, like pre mass effect one days, maybe, you know, we've started to figure things out, but Shepard hasn't come on the scene just yet. Um, you could put Garrus in the show and it could make sense. You could even use the same voice actor because he probably going to be a CGI man. So like you could do a lot of cool (laughs) things like that and you could make a lot of people happy and still have the fan service without losing everybody because you tried to follow a narrative that isn't linear and you tried to put in a character that isn't like Thanos. Like I see what you mean about Thanos, but there are qualities that Thanos has. Yeah. There are not qualities that Commander Shepherd has because sometimes Commander Shepard doesn't care what happens to innocent people. Sometimes Commander Shepherd cares very much. Yeah. Like you it, it's not a defined personality. So you leave that one element out. And if you want to throw in a throwaway line where, like, you know, all the wings are reporting in, and you have someone say, you know, Commander Shepard's standing by it, great, you're only gonna piss off 50% of the people <laughs> if it's a man or a woman. Right. But like just go ahead and just leave shepherd out of it and you can do whatever you want at that point. And then everybody gets to be excited because it is a cool universe and there's a lot of cool stuff in there. Just have to leave out one thing. Okay. And I, I think then it can be perfect.
0: Let me ask you this question. If it comes out and shepherd is the center of it mm-hmm. and it is, overwhelmingly positively received by everybody critics and yeah. fans and non-fans and critics who've never heard of the game everybody loves it games gamers love it everybody you know who had some of these same concerns are like oh was i ever wrong what an amazing run john you gotta watch those 10 episodes are you still not gonna because commander Shepherd's in it
2: <laughs> I mean, I'm my interest isn't high, but I might end up watching it like that's the thing is everybody's looking at me and they're like, you're going to say you're never going to watch it. I say I'm never going to do a lot of things I end up doing. Mm. Like, I'm not so precious as to say no, I've, I've planted my flag and I'm never going to move from it. Yeah, in that highly improbable world, if everybody said I was wrong, and I need to look at it. Sure, I would okay. check it out. Right. I, I have a fear that my bias would be too strong, but I'd be willing to be proved wrong. Like, there's people that I trust. If Bo was like, dude, I know we talked about this, but they really made Commander Shepard awesome and you're going to like it. I'd be like, okay, well, Bo was skeptical too. Mm-hmm. Maybe I will give it a go. I just, it needs to come from somebody that I trust and, uh, yeah, I just don't – it can't be done. Like we're talking about a magical land. So it's just not going to be real and it's not going to happen. Uh, so make the show without Shepard and I get to be interested without uh, achieving something impossible.
0: They're never going to make a movie or a TV show about a character from a MOBA that I'll actually care about that character and even tear up a little bit about their story.
1: If you think it's not going to have Shepard in it, you're crazy. Yeah, like, of course what it the will. executive's gonna like The executive meeting, they're like, what's this Mass Effect thing? It's a science fiction show? Who's the main character? Commander Shepard. But we have this interactive storytelling, so we're not going to include the main character. That's 100%. It's like, like making a Mario movie without Mario in it. Like, why are we, what? Like, <laughs> yeah. we're, you want just us to doing... give you money to make a TV show and not put Mario in the Mario movie? Yeah, you're going to put Go- like, Goomba it's not, in there? Like, yeah. it's not happening. Like, I, I don't see that happening.
0: <laughs> I think a Goomba so. should be the center of the Mario thing and just not yeah. have, it'll be called Mushroom Kingdom, uh, The Reckoning or whatever. It'll well, be a no, single it's called, Goomba. It's
1: called Mario Brothers, but no Mario in it. It's like, why is it
2: called, like, that? <laughs> That's not (laughs) wrong, but that's such a, like, like I feel like my takes jaded where I'm just telling people that it's impossible, but imagine a take where you're just like, that's not how business executives work. So we just need to accept that it's going to, no, how about we for once just make it really clear sorry to everybody <laughs> that like hey we have strong opinions on this and it's not okay to do your typical studio bullshit because you actually ruin most of the stuff with what you do
0: yep
1: yeah yeah i mean i'm, I'm on team john like i support i support this uh i support, I, I support this, you this this in theory i just
0: of Sh- of shepherd i just have a weird optimism about it and i don't know why i do um i, I will say this like I can't find any fault with the with the Kermit and Muppets idea. I don't know why that's not that,
2: that idea.
0: That re- we're ready for that. That doesn't hurt the original property. It doesn't.
1: So, so wait, wait. We have to delve into this hypocrisy. So if there's a Muppets yeah. Mass Effect and Commander Shepherds in it, you're gonna watch it, you no know, matter how yeah, bad it is. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. I don't well,
2: care. Whi- I don't care, just, I don't care which lost. Muppet they get to play I'm Shepard lost. either. <laughs> I thought we were all
1: not putting Shepard.
2: They could do know. Rolf. They could do Animal. They could do Kermit. I don't care which shepherd is uh which muppet is shepherd i'm 100 percent. well let's fine.
0: cast it real quick um who's the girl with all the tattoos she's she's got to be animal right jack yeah jack is animal uh
2: yeah that's good
0: uh who um let's see oh we're casting it muppet style yeah so kermit has oh, that has that's, to be <laughs> Shepherd because that's just the way it works you can't have piggy be you don't want miss piggy to be shepherd dude Although they could be funny so, about it and have them swap places all the time and not explain why. That'd so be funny.
1: Is Miss Piggy <laughs> playing Ashley and then, um... Oh, Piggy Blue would lady. be great. <laughs> <Ashley>. <laughs> I don't remember her name. Miranda. <laughs> Miranda.
0: Wait, can Piggy play, uh... Who's the girl that's kind of creepy that's always saying, Commander Shepard, there's somebody on the thing for you. Commander Shepard, there's a deal in the butthole. Or whatever. And you and she tries to get you to... I'm talking about out. Kelly? Yeah, Kelly. Have her play Kelly and then never talk to her. Is <laughs> Miss Piggy as Kelly?
2: That's like. a big, that's a big Muppet name for a low level flunky yeah, aboard the so, Normandy. Yeah. I don't <laughs> love really demoted re- this piggy. The there. reason
0: I brought, I say it that way is I'm not a huge piggy fan, but it's fine. She can do it. So whatever. is Bert Garris? Uh, that's hold on, Bert. They can't cross over with Sesame Street, can they? Or can oh, you, why not? What, what's, oh no, I'm thinking of Fonzie. Not Fonzie. <laughs> <laughs> Fonzie.
2: Fonzie. Yeah.
1: Oh, okay. we'll put
2: Fonzie in there. Hey. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah we'll get to, uh what what's that guy's name you Shrinkler? Talking about gonzo? <laughs> Shrinkler. what about gonzo who would he play gonzo's in it uh make him the, he's flying the ship he's um what's his name oh maybe uh gonzo
1: sh- shouldn't gonzo be um oh shit i forget okay, so you know, i have, I have what to what I... two sets of names and i'm <laughs> <laughs> struggling with one of them's Fonzie.
2: i i feel like i have a perfect casting decision for this movie go let's hear it uh, for this show or whatever it is all right let's hear it. uh so you know whenever they do a muppet thing there's always some real people in there yeah right almost always so for uh oh, captain right. anderson for captain anderson you get david, david.
0: Keith or Keith. David.
2: Yeah. You just put Keith David. <laughs> That's, in amazing. And That's amazing.
0: That's yeah. amazing. Except he's going to be hardly be in it. Now, actually I could go for like, just get Jennifer Hale to be commander, female shepherd, fem Shep. She's shepherd. Let her be yeah. shepherd. All the other Muppets have to be Whatever yeah i like this yeah. and and seth green's in it too seth green's gotta be set seth <laughs>
2: yeah he's just in <laughs> his joker just sitting in his chair so
0: wait who's rex we gotta do uh we gotta do
2: although that. Fozzie bear as uh as joker would be good because i mean his name's literally joker
0: Is yeah.
1: speaker the doctor
2: doctor doctor
0: martin solace yes oh shit <laughs> dude yes. Dude, I want this so bad. But I, mean, I want this for almost everything. I want a Mad Max uh, uh, Muppet uh, Muppet thing. I want where Tom Hardy is the only human, and everyone else is a Muppet. Um, yeah. These are these always work. It doesn't matter what you do; it always works. It's one of the most genius things Jim Henson ever left with us. Is that we could do this to any property. And we, why we hold back, I don't know why. We got the Christmas thing, which is amazing. I love it. I love all <laughs> yes, the them. we're Muppet holding movies. back. <laughs> <laughs> we're holding back
1: on the nukes and on the Muppets. <laughs> oh,
0: man. I'd be all into but it. Yeah, all you're right. right, though. We are holding back. There should be more Muppet movies. We'll see what happens. Uh, this, There's no date on this. Um, all of it's speculation to this point, but it's fun to talk about. We'll uh, we'll talk more on the show. Oh,
2: I will also add, because we didn't talk about it, but it was part of this. Uh, the lead writer for Mass Effect also agrees with me. He said he, it's going to be uh, very cringe. Here's what
0: he oh, said. that's why.
1: you're so passionate you've got the you've got the man in your corner but let's see what david gator
0: actually said let's give let's put let's put it down in in the history books he says i'm Uh relieved to see so he starts off in a positive way i'm relieved to see the mass effect slash amazon deal is for a potential tv series and not a movie i agree with him TV's the way where you should do all these things he says even so the possibility and likewise for dragon age also makes me cringe a little unlike many fans who appear excited let me explain and then he goes on to this thread and talks about a lot of the points you made about blank slate protagonist, it's your job to fill that in. You are Shepard. Your choices make Shepard into whatever Shepard's going to be. He says this, he says, if you think I'm wrong, consider just how much of the story is offloaded onto the companions. They are the ciphers through which the player gets most of their emotional engagement from. On their own, the DA and ME protagonists are, well, pretty boring, and that's not going to fly. I don't disagree with any of that. But, you know, Alan Moore thinks that I shouldn't get a V for Vendetta and I'm glad we did. So I, I you know, I'll, I'll take, I'll, I'm happy to hear this guy's opinion, but I think that this is bigger than him. It's not his little personal story. I think oh. it's,
1: I think it's that the fact that it's, it's just very. Per- our experiences are very personal, and it, it just by defining a canonical, you know, s- single storyline, you're shitting on our experiences.
2: But. I, I guess just in closing, my one point is it doesn't surprise me that vanilla male Shep soldier guy over there is the one person who's optimistic that they could pull this off.
0: <laughs> Shut up! And really is that guy saying that. Is he real? Oh, you mean because that's right, chose? Look no, hey. For the record, my sh- first game I ever played was two. I didn't play one in the original thing. I played it since in the on the re- the redo. When I made my f- shepherd, I didn't do a f- female shepherd, but I made a psycho looking, half bald, huge nose, jacked up chin, effed up looking oh, okay. shepherd. So all he had was shepherd's voice. And you know everything else you do with Shepard, but he looked like a ghoul. I you default
2: face them. No,
0: I did in three, okay. but not in two. I was I was not really precious hey, about. Oh, you
1: didn't play the same character for no reason.
0: No, I played that on Xbox. Played the other one on PC. Those, they, there was no crossover no there.
2: No wonder you don't care about this as much.
0: I know I do care, and I get why people care. <laughs> yeah, but you didn't. You didn't like. If I would have played three and it couldn't look
1: like my character from two, I would have not played it. Like that was a continuation of the story. It was very important. Yeah. If for some of us, not for everyone. You right. played three and you were fine with the, you know, but but if I would play with it, I'm like, that's not the same character. I want to play the character I made. It was, you know, for maybe for some of us who push our glasses up onto our face too hard, like that's, <laughs> it's, you know... Yeah. It's important. And then we've got, you know, people like, What's what's new on Netflix this week? Sweet Commander Shepherd. Yeah. And then they're gonna tell you all about Commander what Commander Shepherd's story is, and you're gonna be like, No, that's not
0: Commander Shepherd. Yeah, it's not my Shepard. In shepherd. fact, I can't wait for that hashtag, Not My Shepherd. That's gonna happen. Yeah. That's yeah. gonna happen. I'm calling yeah. it now. Whenever this show premieres that night, hashtag Not My Shepherd on Twitter. Yeah, no matter you know what,
1: even if it's the best show in the world, there's going to be an armada of people you know, Shep who are like, not my shepherd. And (laughs) there's going to be an army of, of anti-Sheps or, well, no,
0: you know what? what I want more, I want more good science fiction. Serialized television is what I'm really after. And I think that's over, that's overweighing these concerns for me. And they're valid. Everything you've said, hundred percent valid. I agree with a lot of it. I just really want someone to figure out how to crack that egg because I just want more of that stuff. And I'd also like to see Mm. somebody finally get the video game translation right. Everybody tries movies. I think movies are the wrong format. This is for me and this David dude agree 100%. Television is a far better place to put your book, your television, your comics. I I like the spread that you can get out of that. Like, I'm actually hearing really great things about Wheel of Time so far. And uh, another Amazon joint. That seemed impossible sounding prior to this that's 12 books three of which or two of which however many sanderson wrote when uh, robert jordan died um that's a mess that's a mess to try to do and adapt and get done and and it's big and it's broad and it's expensive and it's all those things but somehow they're pulling it off again narrative to narrative but changes will be made some fans won't like everything Someone somewhere is going to crack the game to TV thing. And when they do, there's a lot of money to be made. It could be Halo. We could already say it's been, it's Arcane. Arcane maybe is the best example ever so far. And it means great things for the future. So I remain optimistic, but you guys have some valid points. A lot.
2: I think it's already been cracked for the record. I just think studios are too stupid to figure it out, which is the greatest thing that movies can borrow from video games is, you take the setting, you take the aesthetic, you take the art, you take the style, and then you craft story and character.
0: Yeah, but you gotta have Mario in your Mario game. Right, but
2: that's the problem. Like that you let you let that go. Well now, Mario's a different example because Mario is the character. Okay, like it just Master depends on what you're talking about. Mass Chief. Effect is a fantastic universe, yeah. but Shepard is a blank slate. I I get people who are saying Studios will say Shepard needs to be in this. Yes, of course they will. They're dumb. But <laughs> the strength of Mass Effect is the universe. <laughs> yeah. Like That universe is extremely well-crafted, well-thought-out. It has a lot of cool things, and it could be expanded in a million different amazing ways. They just have to take the uh, those elements out and put that in the show and then build a good show around those elements instead of going... Well, let's try and copy what we can from the story and the characters here. There's not enough there. That's the difference between video game yeah. and TV show. There, there, there,
1: yeah. And, and an, I'd cite as an example in support of that would be the Doom movies, uh, the Doom movie. You know, Doom guy is a voiceless characterization. Oh, Doom you know, characterization. D-O-O-M. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but like Doom, uh, you know, what was it? Um, Judge <laughs> Dredd played Doom. Uh, like you know, there's like a. Was there two he Doom did? movies or just one? There's oh, just one, there's and
0: he's two. it's the Rock who's in that.
1: Well, but yeah. yeah, but Rock is not your the Doom guy. It's um, it was Carl. Uh, oh, Carl. Carl Urban. Urban. Yeah. yeah, and he's great, but I'm just like this is not Doom. This is like a do like Doom coded Hollywood set. It's 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 trash. Yeah. You know, like, it's not a good film. It, may, it might be an okay film. It's not, because the, the Doom character is meant to be voiceless. It's, it's you. And, like, the more you endow something with meaning, the more you remove people from the feeling of connection that they have with something. Mm-hmm. And there are a lot of characters. Like, I mean, I'd argue Mario's that. Mario's just an abstraction. Mm-hmm. Doom guy is just an abstraction. Even... As much as I love the B.J. Blaskovitz stuff and the new Wolfenstein, you know, uh, you know, he's kind of characterized in a way that I, like, the, there's, a, there's an aspect to games that doesn't translate well to everyone because it's not common understanding where these things we're controlling are just abstractions for us. Mm-hmm. And, like, while some of these RPG styles have rich stories, the ones that try to put you in that place, the abstraction, is special. And when it succeeds, it's special. It feel, like I like that about the new Doom. You know, there's no barely any dialogue. Metroid's like that. Metroid, she only has like two lines of dialogue in, in the entirety of Metroid Dread, and I think that's important. Like I think. That's an aesthetic to reach for. So imagine a world where Haley Stanfield is Samus and she has 500 lines of dialogue. Like, I don't want to watch that movie. That's not what that is, you know? Yeah, but Um, I'd take a
0: movie where she only spoke twice. It just happens to be Haley Steinfeld and she's in the suit. Yeah,
1: I would take that. But, like, that's where the people who make the art have to understand what's important about the franchise. And I I mean, I just watched Cowboy Bebop and the show – it's like a shell of, you know. I went back to the anime and I'm like, it's really missing out the soul of what made it good, mm-hmm. but it looks real slick and it's a good TV show. It's nice to watch, but it doesn't make me feel the way that Cowboy Bebop makes me feel the anime. Um, but I would cite as a good example the Ghost in the Shell film, I felt captured the uh, feel of the animated thing. And I think that's I, when you, and that's what you're saying, Scott, you're saying, I know somebody can do this good, but I think 80, 80 to 90% of, of all film productions, uh, that are adaptations miss the mark. It's rare when something's special. That's I what agree. makes a good. And so money, like it's just on sheer probability, money's on John being right, no matter what. Yeah, But if I mean, I hope for the best when anything comes out. I wanted to love the Transformers films. I still do, but I know they're, they're utter, Shit, but I still like watching them. Bumblebee but, you know, was like, good.
0: I like Bumblebee. Bumblebee, Bumblebee was, was smart. Was. Bumblebee
1: was all right, but that's like six movies later when they finally got my. No, I agree. I, like, I agree. Speaking of Haley <laughs> but, Steinfeld,
0: but yeah, I I uh, I don't disagree with that. And if I was to put money on this, I would bet on John. Um, but I'm I'm I want the, I want to be wrong on this one, and I want to, I want to be wrong at the level that that everybody's been about comic books until we hit it, and we finally figured it out. And I know it's not the same medium. I'm not making that claim, but. I just think there's a creative path there, and it might take forever to get there. And games, maybe, maybe we haven't paid enough dues to get there yet. But like, I want to see. Maybe they should
1: do the interactive storytelling. I haven't tried like what is it, Bandersnatch or something like So
0: interactive. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. I hear it. Yeah, I mean, some of that stuff is. I mean, imagine on the level of Mass Effect, though, how much work that would. I mean, you're basically making Mass Effect be right? insane yeah yeah It's too much um
2: but without buttons
0: yeah without any bu- well you just your remote i guess you'd have yeah. two or three choices and then he would do whatever he did but yeah i don't know man like the future is pretty wild if you want to really get into that discussion but as a practical matter sure this will probably be not great but then again, it could
1: be. Everything has the potential to be amazing. Matrix Resurrections might be the best film of all time, dethroning Mad Max Fury Road. Oh man, <laughs> you know? I don't know how, but maybe <laughs> it's possible. I'm such a fanboy that like my my expectations are way over the line at this point. I'm like, like how in my they- mind, it's already the best movie ever. But I know that's not true because I haven't seen it. That's why I
0: think about Blade Runner. I just don't know how they pulled it off. I don't know how they made a great follow-up to Blade Runner, and they did, and it's amazing, and I can't, I yeah, can't get Runner's enough of really it. Good. I really like Dune in the same way. Like there's, there's these efforts that I know with the right creativity, the right people, and and hopefully the right suits moving out of the way. There's all kinds of possibilities. The streaming world has really opened things up. 10, 15 years ago, Arcane doesn't happen. It doesn't exist in that yeah. world. Nobody's taking any chances like that, but they take them all the time now. Why? Yeah. Well, the money's flowing like honey, but also... Um. Everybody wants to try to get in on a hot thing, and and they'll take chances. And I don't know. This could be one of those. This could be a total failure. We'll have to wait and see.
1: Where's my space quest TV show? Damn yeah. It. Damn it. That there, there's a right. universe that's
0: that's untapped. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that'd be alright Yeah. Weird. I can't imagine why. Uh. Hey. I don't know if you knew this. Last time you used good old games, but they're losing money. Uh. I don't know if they have ever made money actually, which is. <laughs> I didn't know
1: that. That was news to me.
0: It's a little bit of a it's a it's a little bit of a what do you call that? Not loss leader, but um, you know, where CD Projekt makes their money is their games. So they make money on The Witcher, and they make money on Cyberpunk, yeah. and they make money on it whatever. It seems
1: like they're making a big effort to be more mainstream, right? Because it used to be the whole old DRM game, like you know, don't go to don't go to shady sites to get abandoned abandonware. Come get your old DRM free games. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, from us, your old CRPGs that used to serve a niche, they still do, but I, I, they definitely became flooded with like mainstream comp, like it felt like they were trying to be Steam, yeah. And and I, I don't think that's working for them because I think the key thing about this is they're re strategizing to go back to what their core, yeah, business that's what it sounds like.
0: I mean, the thing launched in 08. Uh, At the time, they offered a collection of older games without DRM. Since then, it says in this article, they slowly morphed into competing with the likes of Steam and Epic Game Store. Quote, "Uh, alongside these changes we've initiated through organizing GOG's operations, we believe that all of the changes we are introducing will allow GOG to focus more on its core business and improve its financial effectiveness in 2022. Uh, The company also confirmed, we were going to talk about this too, but the major major next-gen updates for Cyberpunk's 2077 We'll Launch alongside the uh, uh, or will happen in quarter one of 2022 and we'll include a bunch of fixes and stuff too. So, I don't know, maybe maybe we've talked about this ad nauseum, but maybe maybe cyberpunk will hit its stride next year. I don't know,
2: it's kind of weird. I was thinking about cyberpunk the other day and I sort of it's kind of a game to me that feels like came out in early access and we're not to full release yet, even mm-hmm. though it's not true. But that's like the that's the apartment it lives in in my brain is the same as like an early access game where I was like, yeah, it came out and boy, it needs a lot of work. I'll come back to it at some point and maybe it'll actually run and maybe they'll have fixed a lot of the stuff that was wrong with it. And uh, it's really weird to think of a fully released game that way, but mm-hmm. I I guess that's actually kind of the way games work these
1: well, days. It, it might be worth waiting because apparently this top modder who does VR mods was well, working on CP working on CP twenty seventy seven next. Mm. And I gotta say, like, take out the open world stuff and take it. Like, combat's okay. You know, it's I enjoyed playing it very much. The actual narrative experience is super fun. Mm. Like it is really good, you know, like it, 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 there are some really high moments in there where you're you're immersed. Like I'm lost in the story. I forget that it's a video game and I'm I'm playing, you know, and involved in it. So when it's when it's hitting, it's hitting really good. Yeah. Anyways, you might want to experience it in VR is what I'm trying that's
0: to say. That's a like, game yeah. by the way, that's a game in a world. Well, Cyberpunk is a world that existed long before the game that would really benefit, I think, from some good narrative television slash something uh approach it doesn't have a, did, a master chief it doesn't have a commander shepherd you can make whatever you want in that world um, they
1: they did there's a i don't know if they canceled it or not but there was an a, supposed to be an anime uh oh i'd be into they that, that announced one they're, they're like they announced it a year before like it's been a while ago i don't know if that's still on but there there was an announced cyberpunk anime series
0: Let's see cyberpunk uh Let's see. There's a bunch of theme stuff. It's, uh, obviously, there's a ton. Uh, of... Cyberpunk
1: 2077
0: anime. Right. Let's it was see. specific to the game, right?
1: Oh, and they were getting Studio Trigger right. They made Kill the Killer and Log on. Like this is my one of like my favorite studio is involved in this.
0: And Edge Runners. It's called. Yeah. Cyberpunk Edge Runners. Cyberpunk 2077 coming 2022. It hasn't come out yet. So. Uh oh. Anime reveal. Netflix. Cool man. I'll watch this. Um, Oh yeah, look at that! Okay. There's a trailer and shit. Oh, it's mostly directors and stuff talking about it.
1: It's directors talking, yeah. And this was June 25, 2020, so the game had launched then. So I, I imagine it must have. I think it's already been in production, so they're probably still working on it. Yeah,
0: it says here. I, I had uh, to
1: guess, along with an update or an expansion pack, we'll see the this come up as a hype uh, yeah. package.
0: Yeah, now all eyes are on Netflix right now for game to series stuff it's just happening at a rapid pace there's all sorts of stuff coming a halo series and uh i forgot some what do you call it i forgot yeah, the name it of is the trigger s- trigger is awesome yeah they're really good anyway netflix coming 2022 they don't give a month but there is a poster so all right we'll watch for that 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 sounds great i'm into that that'll be cool um finally the marvel mmo that none of us thought would ever get made it might be being made right now and it's in development from Daybreak Studios, or Daybreak Owned Studio, formerly this is Sony Online Entertainment. They're the folks who made uh, City of Heroes. Well, the lead designer is the guy that uh, that was design lead on City of Heroes. He is here as well. Uh, this is also the team that makes the DC Universe game, uh, yeah. which people quite like. I
1: like EverQuest Ever Online, right? Yeah, Ever all Quest that and, stuff. Yeah. yeah, all those. But specifically, I think
0: it's the DC Universe, DCU team uh creatively anyway that it's primarily working on this and DC Universe right, right, is cool. Right. That's a good MMO. It's fun.
2: Yeah, I um, I have sunk a lot of hours into DC Universe online. I also played a lot of um City of Heroes. Yeah. So that is some crazy good pedigree for now being in a universe that I'm more attached to than DC. And I'm worried that I'm going to have another MMO that I'm hooked on and I don't know if I want it, but I am really, really excited for what it could be, uh, in a modern sense. Like this is, this is really exciting for me.
0: Yeah. This has Wait, big, so big potential for sure.
2: I didn't know
1: DC universe online existed and I just opened up some gameplay and there's like two supermans hanging out. <laughs> like you just play as the heroes online in an MMO and there could be multiple. No,
0: no, no. You make your own hero. Um, in the oh, game. Okay. So you, you go into a, creator. Oh, but you just might make something that looks like Superman. So everyone, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. 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 So you can make, you can get kind of close, but not too close. Like they're, they're pretty good about that, but you can go in and say, all right, I want to be acrobatic based. So you're like Batman and you got a lot of gadgetry and stuff, but you don't have power powers or you can fly and okay. do all, you know, you can pick all this kind of city or hero style stuff that, that they used to do as well. <laughs>
2: You can do yeah. a lot of mix and matching too. So like my hero in that I decided to be as OP as possible. So I was a Kryptonian on earth that got chosen to be a green lantern. Mm-hmm. So I had all the powers of Superman and also a green lantern ring and it was ridiculous.
0: Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's cool. Wow. It's a cool, it's actually a fun game. Um, it went free to play at some point. Uh supposed to be pretty fair in that regard. As far as those kinds of things go, I've not looked into it in a long time, but been tempted a couple of times. The community's still pretty strong. It's got its player base and interest. So yeah, making a Marvel, uh, a proper Marvel MMO sounds exciting. I don't like what they did with their Diablo Marvel-like. That pissed me off. Um, They just unceremoniously killed that thing when it was kind of at its height.
1: Yeah, that's a travesty. Marvel Heroes is awesome. It was
0: awesome. So, you know, I have some worries like that and Disney Marvel's known for pulling plugs on shit um, prematurely. So, I don't know maybe maybe there's room yeah. to be worried but but i'm you know i'm legit interested in what a next generation hero based mmo looks like in the marvel universe it could be really cool
2: yeah i'm just uh, shocked that this isn't a, a trend that we've seen more of i mean everybody's doing their fantasy mmo I, I don't know i'm happy to see mmos coming back somewhat because that that is something that used to be constant now it, it has just kind of disappeared. And now we're starting to see a resurgence of MMOs and it's a genre I really like. And, uh, superheroes in general always felt like a perfect fit for an MMO. And I was always a little surprised that we didn't get more of those. So I'm, I'm excited for both those things.
0: It's almost like the gargantuan elephant in the room has shifted to the right a little bit and everybody's got some room for possible movement in there in the mmo space <laughs>
2: yeah you
1: can breathe. how many people canceled before this blizzard stuff really started picking up like they're they canceled their
0: mmos like six months ago and they're like
1: why do we cancel shit
0: well i think a lot of people <laughs> a lot of people are finding themselves for the first time legitimately and and, and truthfully looking at these other mmos with an eye of um you know, not being so jaded about, well, there's only one MMO and it's, wow, all this other stuff should pretend pretender. I'll, I'll poke in there, but I'm out of there as soon as this new expansion drops. I think that attitude has changed and people are like, mm-hmm. what else are people doing? Oh, well, Final Fantasy's doing some really interesting stuff. So is ESO, so is this game, so is this game. Guild Wars 2, still going strong, got an expansion coming. Like, I can't believe they're doing all these cool ideas that we've been begging Blizzard to do and they haven't done them. Here's player housing, here's guild housing, here's blah, 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 all the features everybody wants. And I think once you start getting I mean it's the it's the typical bubble concept as soon as you pop your out of the bubble you're like there's a whole other world happening, so I think that's just happening right now, and um you know it doesn't the blizzard stuff the messy blizzard activision messy stuff is certainly not making any of this easier for them to avoid this problem, but I think there's a window now,
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't think any players went to evil online. Maybe. Well, may, maybe, Maybe, but yeah,
2: it's not, it's not as one to one the as maybe other MMOs. Yeah. Unless you're a
1: certain kind of player that'll shut the door on your face pretty quick.
0: They're still the top t- top money making business in all of Iceland. Like, they're still huge. They just, they just their own walled off. Yeah, scary yeah, yeah. Place. they're fine.
1: I just always, when I think of the context of like MMOs and doing well, and I'm like, and there's EVE Online. Yeah. A game it's too hard for anyone to play but a certain group of people that are religiously committed to to you know, playing
0: that game because it's it takes commitment. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely and you, does. You know
1: they're playing them because they have those crazy big space battles. So
0: Yeah, they're in there having weird corporate space wars and Re- losing real money and i love those stories but i never play that and it shows
1: up in gaming press all the time like that, not a year goes by where like a random article about whatever's happening even online services you yeah. know to be like just can you believe what's happening in this game and i'm like oh, i like that we have dispatches from the warfront
0: yeah there's apparently um uh they're doing good they have a mobile version of that game now and i guess it does okay i guess it's been I saw that. I saw this mo- and I'm like, do I
1: even want to bother trying? <laughs>
0: like- I downloaded <laughs> it and then didn't ever play it and then eventually deleted it. But, um, it was all you know, what I saw looked, looked nice. I just didn't play it. So yeah. it's just- anyway, there are games that don't want you to play it, but you do anyway. <laughs> 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 Chat room brings up elite dangerous, similar kind of experience. It's like they they go kind of out of their way to make things hard sometimes to get in there or to buy new content from them or to use their existing content. In my case, they, they straight up just say, I don't own the game, even though I bought it. Uh, It's it's weird, but yet people want to play them. So, uh, well, good luck, Marvel with all you got going on. All right. Time for a dear Martha, Amazon games review.
2: Yeah, we actually have two. Uh, oh we do this week yeah I need I needed to balance it out uh, because this week's really weird Uh, we have one we have two people that probably shouldn't be reviewing games for completely different reasons Mm. Uh, one extremely wholesome and one extremely awful so
0: great I'm I can't wait to find out which is which so here we go let's find out uh, what the dude on the war front has to say to his wife at home about these games here you go
2: my dearest Martha I present to you now my review for Forza Horizon 5. One star. Threw it in the trash because they've gone woke. They force you to choose your pronoun. He slash him, she slash her, they slash them, and your character is allowed to wear a face mask, which makes absolutely no sense. Yours in this life <laughs> and the next, Katie.
0: Yeah, F whoever that is, because welcome to games here's, everywhere. They're all doing this, so he's Here's screwed. the
2: thing that's depressing. 24 people found that review helpful.
0: Yeah. Well, it's because the like, only option you have in there is, what do you have? You have helpful and not helpful? What What's the other option? There isn't one, is there?
2: Uh, helpful and report abuse.
0: Oh, okay. So and I, I hate that metric. It's not enough. I need an up or down, right? Because if there's a down that isn't just straight up report abuse, then you'll get to see how hideous that is. But I guess yeah. nev- like YouTube just removed that. You can't do up or down anymore.
2: Anyway. I've heard they're getting rid of the dislike button. I don't know if it's gone I yet. I don't know if that's good no, or not. No, it's, they're
1: getting rid of the count. You can still dislike
2: videos. Oh, okay. That's but they won't dumb. show...
1: That's- so if people review bomb something... You won't know it won't there won't be no public badge of shame on say Coca-Cola's video or
2: That's or exactly what I was gonna say. I'm glad you went there. I was gonna say that sounds like something to cater to corporations and not to yeah, people using your it, platform.
1: It, yeah, it's totally because you can work around it. I think the comments still have up or down and someone could just type downvoted and then a billion people could downvote it and be shown as a top content comment yeah. except the user has moderation tools so in theory those could be you yeah. know hidden or removed sure but, uh real but, quick so everyone I, yeah. just have to type downvote just you know sure sure downvote. the
0: yeah. way i look at these uh well adhesive wombat says it in the chat general snowflake riding from the front lines of the culture war yep that's what that review was uh, all right also just how's it race how's it feel to play the actual racing in the game
2: was it well war- and what does it matter they give you the ability to choose who cares wouldn't you want that as an option like who cares it, doesn't, it doesn't, they have character customizable features in my video game how dare they how dare they even though he has the
0: choice of doing none of it he, yeah. can, he doesn't have to do any of it dick alright moving on I oh yeah one. number two let's restart the clock here hold on
2: this one's more wholesome we'll end on a good note right. a palate cleanser here we go My dearest Martha, I present to you now a review for Minecraft Dungeons. Martha, my nephew told me that's what he wanted for his birthday. When he got it, he told me that it looks like fun. Five out of five stars. (laughs) Yours in this life and the next, Donna T.
0: I really like that That one. That was very wholesome. I like that one a lot. (laughs) It's like a little grandma... So so thrilled that he's hat that he likes what he got.
2: That's oh, like, he, likes no, better he, doesn't, he doesn't even like it. Oh he they gave it a like five it. star and she, he wanted it, got it, and he said, Yes, this looks like fun. Five out of five. <laughs> Nobody. Oh, you mean the game like he? Ju-
1: he said thank you for the gift, not like this yeah. looks terrible. Yeah, but, you
2: know, yeah, yeah. Right. It, it, it's just this looks know. like fun. Yeah, I don't okay, feel bad. Okay. I
1: got to play Zelda. I got Zelda for my birthday, and I barely played it.
0: Zelda. Oh, you need to play Bur- Bur- Breath of the Wild, and then tell me what you think about breakable weapons. Get in there. I'm Get having a hard time being interested. It, it's,
2: it's you hard. know what? Me too. People say that game is amazing, and I believe them, but yeah. I have yet to be able to convince myself to play it.
1: Um I feel like i got there's a hump I gotta get over like a
0: thirty minute hump or an hour hump yeah there, you, just, you gotta get into it. I also feel like people that game pay good money for that that game's great on any way you play it, but I feel like that's a sit on the couch on a bit with a big t v and the lights down and the you know that kind of experience, yeah. whereas yeah. mobile, you're like,, eh, I don't want to get into a big adventure on here.
1: I mean, I've got a switch, I could chill and and play it, but I'm playing stupid wild rift,
0: yeah which and is Legends not stupid. Wow, Bruce is good, man. All right, we'll talk about that and all that other stuff right now. Uh, guess what I did? I got back into Final where Fantasy. Where we all played
2: the same games between the We three really of did.
0: Us. This is yes. weird. I'm not used to syncing up with you guys like this as much as we have this week, but I played Final Fantasy 14 again and um decided that I needed to do it. And I did it. So I got in. No boost this time. I started a new character. I said to myself, you know what, Scott, even if, even if you, I'm going to ignore all the old talk about, well, Realm Reborn for the time was amazing, but it's, you know, it's long in the tooth now and uh, the best stuff comes later, heaven's word and forward and all that. Fine, whatever. I'm not going to forget about all that. I'm just going to experience it, get the story bits, learn these characters, no boosting. Boosting made me skip a whole bunch of shit. I don't have any idea why these people are here, who they are, what's going on. And I don't think it was fair for my 12 bucks a month or 15 bucks a month to skip all of that so I'm not doing it this time. So I hit level 26 yesterday. Everything's on maintenance right now cuz the expansion comes out tomorrow. Right?
2: Uh yes, well for early access it does. Oh, is it Edwalker Eve? Yeah.
1: Eve. The, the oh, it's a special uh, day. Why we should, we could have pushed the show if we <laughs>
2: Well, I can't play. The servers are oh, down. Yeah, yeah. We don't. We don't have anything to do until one a.m. Yeah, or it's all two a.m. You're yeah. staying up all night. You guys staying up all night? No, no. I'm going to go to bed at like uh, as soon as the show ends and wake up. Call yourself
1: gamers. <laughs> Your expansion's coming out. You're not up at one in the morning. Well, tonight. I'm level twenty six. It is up at
2: one in the morning. It's up at two in the morning. Yeah, if I morning. Sleep early. I can be up around then. Yeah, and you have a baby. Maybe and I'll stuff. still be
0: asleep. Yeah, you have a baby and things like that. See, the way I look at it is it's not going to really benefit me anyway. I'm playing a brand new character, and I'm weighing the old content because my goal is to do what John did. I'm going to work from there and go all mm. the way to the top. That's what I'm gonna
1: It's do. okay, Scott. Everyone can celebrate Endwalker's Eve. We don't, That's true. We don't That's true. gatekeep people. You know, Just because you're a noob in Final Fantasy mm. doesn't mean yeah. you can't celebrate.
0: You know what? John actually That's saved my ass this run because uh, I remember him saying this when I started it, and I confirmed it later with him. You don't have, especially in the old stuff, you do not have to pay attention to any side quests at all unless you want to. Yeah. You can just go story to story to story and level at the right clip and be ready for stuff as it happens and be ready for the duty when it pops and get ready for the whatever, whatever you're going to move to a new continent. You're not going to suddenly be under leveled like all of that stuff. That's once you accept that idea and, and just wash some of the old wow ideas out of your head about how stuff's supposed to work. It's kind of refreshing. It's like, oh, I'm making great time in here. I'm doing I'm doing well. Everything's happening at a great clip. I'm enjoying the story moments. And um, I feel the progression again because since I didn't skip anything, I'm getting weapons and gear that fit me. Uh, I went DPS this time, so I didn't have to try to pretend to be a good oh, tank. Oh, yeah,
2: what are you playing against? That's archer,
0: and then I'll go on to whatever.
2: Bard? Uh, you play music like Bo?
0: Oh, yeah, probably a bard. I, I really like... Ranged combat, and I really like the archer, generally speaking. I'll probably like the bard fine. I could
2: also go machinist, it said. Um, yeah, I don't remember what level you have to be for uh, machinist. Oh, you I, you have to get to 60 because you have to pick it up from the expansion zone. So you have oh, to gotcha. actually get to the expansion zone. Yeah, which is fine. But yeah, ranged, you've there. got uh, bard, you've got machinist, you've got dancer. Mm-hmm.
0: I don't, don't want to dance.
2: physical Let me tell you, dancers are really fun. That's
0: what I keep hearing, but I I, I can't,
2: I can't dance. You dance people to death, man. How, (laughs) I don't, it's really not cool. There's no situation where it's cool. It's just a very fun class to play. Yeah.
0: I'll probably dabble because the idea of, you know, jumping around and trying all the jobs at some point seems, seems interesting to me. But at this, at this, at this moment, I'm just having fun shooting arrows at shit. And (laughs) you know, it's a pretty basic uh, rotation and stuff. And I like the combat. Um, I keep wondering when I'm in public duties if I'm pissing people off with the very flashy uh, AOE um, ability that they have at level something. I don't know. Most people
2: turn off uh, spell effects for other people. Okay,
0: that that I probably should do that. And it's good to know that most that they can control that. So what they're seeing from me isn't annoying them because that one ability. It's like a freaking seizure monster. It's just insane. I
1: hate to hear that, though. I want people to see my cool stuff.
0: But. Yeah. Right, you don't ever want to hear they can turn off your cool. Your cool. Yeah, fan. it's like look, look at my <laughs> badass move, and they're like, oh, "What badass move?" The I'm nice really thing is, is, you do
2: have a level of control, so you can say um, you can pick for everybody. You can pick for your party. So if you want to be able to see your friends' spell effects, you can do that, and you can do limited where mm. it just tones them down, and you can also do completely off where you don't see them at all. Mm. And Kyle, I played with him the other night, and he. Uh, He likes to keep all the effects on, even though he knows he can turn it off. And uh, he goes, oh, I forgot John's a dancer, which means I'm going to be blind for this whole thing because dancers oh. are extremely flashy. So yeah. it's just right up where he's tanking. He just sees bright colors going off every couple of seconds from me. Yeah, but uh, hey, you know that's the cost of being beautiful and dancing. So that's true. What are you going to do?
0: Having a great time though. I'm in Udal now. I've made one of those demon dudes with the horns, and uh, and they you stand. got
2: to see Dancing Pope because you're on our. You're on the new server now. I am on the new server. dancing perp? No.
0: Yeah. Perp? Dancing perp? Whoa. No, where is dancing pope? What city? Where am I supposed to go to see he's this? He's
2: an old uh, da. He's always dancing on the stairs next to the big aetherite in old da. All
0: right. I got so, it. I'm, I'm actually parked that a parked player there. who's
2: doing that? Yeah. It's yeah. a player. He's, he's an enigma. He is somehow always logged in. He's... He doesn't get kicked for being AFK, which he should be, Mm -hmm. but he's always on. He's always dancing. He's always in the same outfit. He's he's just got a Pope hat and he's got sexy pants and he just dances and that's all he does all day.
0: I'm into it. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. You have a name. I don't know.
2: We call him sexy Pope.
0: (laughs) Don't you see
1: players' names over their heads?
2: Though? Yeah, and I know he has one, but when your name is technically like, "sexy you pope," should, you don't remember the other name. You should,
1: you should turn. You should turn on names so you can see Scott's character's name of torn underpants.
2: Yeah, not it's not torn underpants. It's it's
0: worn underside. Thank you very much. Oh, sorry, it is not torn underpants. Although that's pretty good. This my my character's name is worn underside, and I like to name characters dumb things, and so I did. And he's That's fun. My problem with that only understand. problem with that race and that character is the way they stand when they're sort of just standing. They look like they're get, they have diarrhea and they're trying to hold it. Oh,
2: I can I can fix that. Oh. So, type uh slash /c pose yeah. and your character will change how they stand when they're idle. Oh, really? There's a whole bunch you can cycle through. That
0: game's got oh. a lot of stuff in it. There's a lot yeah. of little things in that game. Anyway, yeah. uh, it's great. I'm having a ball, so so are you I in it for I'm the long on. run, Scott? I think so. Yeah, I think I'm going to keep pounding away. Um, you know, I I mean, I say that. Who knows? I just looking at the DCU again. I was watching video over here, and I'm like, oh, I forgot how cool that game. I have to get in there. And you know, like I I do. <laughs> I still love you know poking around on everything else. But but I'm I'm kind of drawn back in on this pretty hard at the moment, and it's almost all well not all I played this week, but it's a big part of what I played.
2: I mean, I um. think the big thing is just take it slow, play at your own pace. And I actually, so when you told me you were going to get back into it, I really had a hard time telling you what to do. Cause you, I, I originally said, Hey, transfer your character. It's free transfers. But apparently they stopped that when they allowed people to be uh, making characters on our old data center again. Yeah, yeah. So you couldn't get in for free and you were like, well, I don't know what to do. Should I make a new character? or Should I just pay for the, the move over? And I guess the way I would finally put boosting because I would say that Final Fantasy fans, myself included, can sometimes be uh, a bit overzealous in apostatizing this game. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, you get very into it. (laughs) (laughs) Crazy, right? And everybody has an idea of what the right, quote unquote, right way to play is. And, you know, you will get so much flack for boosting and skipping story and stuff like that. Um, and I didn't want to do that to you because mm. I, I, I think as long as you're playing and you're happy, like whose business is it to tell you that you're doing it wrong, even if you think that person's doing it wrong. And so I think the analogy that I would finally land on is if you boost through a Realm Reborn to start at Heaven's Ward, you are basically saying, OK, I'm going to watch Star Wars for the first time, but I'm going to start with Empire Strikes Back. Mm. You can do that.
3: Mm-hmm. It's
2: possible. And you can get something out of it and you're going to get what most people consider the best star Wars movie, but you aren't going to appreciate it at the same level as somebody that's watched a new hope. Sure. Right. Yeah, Like, it. and so I, I think to me, ultimately that's how I feel about boosting. And that's the comparison I would ask people if they're like, Hey, should I boost or not? Cause I've heard a realm reborn is boring. And I would just say, well, do you think you would appreciate Empire Strikes Back without seeing a new hope? That's if your a great answer way is I'd be fine it. with that, go ahead and boost. And if your answer is I don't think I'd like that, then you should play through Realm Reborn. Because
0: I got past where I was in Realm Reborn when I did the boost before and then skipped ahead and missed everything. And I got past there already at 26. And as soon as I did, it was just like one duty I had to do. And then I would be past it to the next bit of the story. It's where I boosted. I went and finally did that duty, had a ball in there, great group, had a good time, get out on the other side, and a whole bunch of cool story shit happened <laughs> almost immediately and met a bunch of characters I didn't know about. Um, I forgot the name of the group that I'm helping right now, uh, the Sh- Shadow Circle Hand of Namda or some dumb name. They're, the names in there are so dumb, yeah. but whatever it was, there, I'm <laughs> helping them now, and, yeah. and I didn't even know about them. Like, it's all news to me. So I'm having, like, a better – I'm having a better flow this time. It's paced better for me. And, like, I'm – and it, and part of this, again, is just getting out of your head this idea that all old content is crap because that's why, how MMOs go. No, that's how WoW was. WoW was always great expansion. Loving it, loving it, loving it. Oh, there's a new one? F that last one. Never going there again. Hey, oh, man, do I have to level through there again with my alt? Bleh. Like, you never wanted to go back there, and they never made it compelling to go back there this actually feels like I got reasons to be there and it feels like there's still care being taken to make sure that's a good experience. So I'm not, this isn't a bash against wow. It's just a different way of doing it. And I didn't know MMOs did it differently for a long time. A lot of people probably can commiserate with what I'm saying. Um, I'm enjoying it. having a good time. Can't wait to roll with you guys on some stuff. Uh, as it's going to be fun. Yeah, it uh, should be I, fun.
2: Especially as everybody gets caught up, but it's also really easy to run old con- content with people, so That's true. I did that with Kyle as he was going through some stuff, so you know, the only problem I have is I play at weird times and nobody's ever on when I'm on cuz yeah. I play when baby's asleep, but um yeah, I like running that content and letting people play it and getting into it and it's going to be a good time cuz the expansion's tomorrow.
0: That's true. I did have a funny experience though. I forgot. I was going to tell you this. I ran a duty, um, uh, which is a dungeon for those wondering why I keep saying duty. Um, if you're playing the game, that makes sense. But if not, anyway, I'm playing this, I'm running this duty with a group, a bunch of randos. This was before I did the new characters, my old character on the other server. I was just kind of getting back in and I forgot which, uh, button or which, uh, ability was like my main stance to, to build aggro button.
2: Oh, right, because you were a tank before. Yeah,
0: because I was tanking. I just could not for the life of me to remember, because they kind of have one that sort of radiates all the time while you're in there. It's actually kind of a cool system. So instead of one or two abilities that are always having to be on rotation to get enmity, as they put it in there, to get everybody to attack you, you kind of have one that's always pulsating for most of the tank classes. And then you have some others to supplement it if things go crazy or whatever. But I couldn't find it. And we got through this fight because a couple of those people seemed to be in a hurry, and we wiped. And this one guy goes in total old school WoW fashion: "Goes great, we got a tank, it's never tanked before. Great, this whole thing." <laughs> <laughs> and a whole and everybody else in that group yeah. said, "Hey, slow down there, Chuck E. Cheese. Um, he may be new to the game or haven't been here for a while. What do you What do you need from us?" They said. And I said, I I mean, really "Your s- name is Warren Underside.
1: Doesn't it inspire
3: a lot
0: of college?
1: And I said, you "Guys, are really- no. Guy, that's Underside is not very good. It's a different
0: character. That was, um, oh, okay, uh, okay. Thunderpants. Whatever I named the other guy. I forgot his name. <laughs> uh, so anyway, like, turd burglar. Right? <laughs> turd burglar. May have. May as well be. Oh no, Teddy. Teddy, shit, blunderhose. That's what it is, Teddy Blunderhose. Teddy,
1: Blunderhouse. Teddy Blunderhouse. <laughs> right. I mean,
0: yeah, so it's just stupid. I mean,
1: you're probably thinking it's a Fargo guy, like a guy from Fargo playing. You're like, oh, boy, not a
0: gamer. Not this guy. But the whole rest of the team backed me and said, hold on, what do yeah. you need? What are you looking for? See, I haven't played that t- class in a while. Let me look something up real quick. Guy came back, and says, oh, you're looking for this, uh, this one, this ability. It looks like a little pink this. And I said, oh, there it is. All right, thanks, you guys. It's been like 10 months since I logged in. I, I I apologize. I didn't mean to hold us up and they were great. They were great. What I know I was dealing with after that experience was Dick weed ex wild player over here being a penis man. That's what that was. That's how wow. he's used to rolling in these things. And I, I can- mean,
2: yeah, a Aorzea certainly has its, its chumps uh, within it as well, but by and large, you will get people that are very forgiving of your bad behavior. Um, including me who released in the middle of a fight and just had to watch everybody else do the boss fight and just stand outside while they all struggled and was like, guys, I don't know why I released. I have no good excuse. I've played this game a lot. I don't know why I did it. And they're just like, it's fine. Don't worry about
0: it. Yeah. That's pretty funny how that stuff works. But, um, yeah, it's it was a refreshing thing, but then I started a new character anyway, and now Warren Underside is here to save the universe. Eorizia, bow, bow to me in my heroic ways. All right, there's that. I also played a ton of Legends of Runeterra. It's Bo's fault. Uh, yeah,
2: same for me. I also yeah. played it a lot. It's also Bo's fault.
0: Let's talk about it, all three of us here, right, since guys. we're talking about it. Bo, you bastard. No, okay, so here's what happened. Um... I, I liked rune Terra back in the, when it was launched. And I just remember everybody going, whatever, hearthstones the King. You can't, man like, there was this weird attitude about it. And so I just really kind of fell off of it, but not because I didn't like it. I thought it was kind of cool. Um, but none of my friends seemed to be into it. You being into it, I was like, well, I just need to get back in there. It's great. Terra is great. Like it's really good. I feel like it's, yeah, it's, it's fun. friendly for people who aren't great at these kinds of games. Like me, I'm not great at, at card battlers. I'm just not, um, but I found myself getting super sucked into the new. They revamped the whole like uh, single player stuff in there, and it's meaningful and like their story and you know Jinx is a psycho and and I gotta go do stuff and and I liked clearing things and it wasn't easy. There were challenging things, but I had to really think about the second attempt and go all right now. What did I do wrong last time? And like I haven't done that in a while. And the game game's giving me what I need to win without me feeling like I didn't get the right pack or didn't get lucky or any of that. We talked about yeah, that last week. You play anything. Yeah. Buy yeah. nothing. Just yeah, play I just haven't spent any
2: money yet and I'm shocked.
0: Yeah. You just play that game. And I think it's beautiful and I love the sound and the impact of stuff. Like it's big, big noises. And when you win, there's a <laughs> core goes up and the giant victory sign. And like their interface stuff, I think is just killer these days. Um, and again, all this kind of stemmed from arcane. Like the thing riots doing is working. I think, um, not just with podcasters and people do, who do what we do. I think a lot of people are feeling it right now. There's also that blizzard window I keep talking about. Like they're 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 rolling they're rolling right into a space where I think it was pretty impenetrable before. And I'm not the only one. I'm hearing from people all over the place saying, "Oh, I'm playing Runeterra again." Also, I love it. I. I got tired of you know mercenaries or whatever they were playing on on uh, on the other thing, and now they're I playing. I mean, their
1: time has been completely cleared up. I'm not playing Heroes, not playing Diablo. You know, touch hearts. You know, lots of free, lots of time now. Yeah,
0: and this game's good, and I don't feel like I'm being punished or weird. Um, also, Can although I you know what,
2: shock both of you with something. Yeah, go. I played it on my phone. Ooh, so did I. Oh. <laughs> So did I, man. I played on an Fall ipad alert. it's really
0: good on an ipad size wise it's very good but yeah yeah and, but
2: yeah i i was like i was so into the game i put it on my pc and then i was like well i have to go to the bathroom <laughs> <laughs> great and i could great. just keep this journey going mm-hmm. and you did i guess i guess i'm gonna t- Downloaded on my phone. And you know what? It works great. Yeah. It works so seamless between the two. Like, that's the thing I like is I look at it and it it looks and works slick and I get done with my dark business and I I close the app and I come back and I sit at my computer and I load it up and I'm exactly where I was in the middle of the before times and I'm just like ready to keep going. They don't even
3: make you sit
0: at a menu and choose continue or they just know where you're at and they sync you and you just go. John's biopic is going to be called His Dark Business. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. John doing the dark business but now you have this new friend with you. It's
2: a, it's good, right? Like it's And a, then but, yeah. guess what? I escalated it further. I put it on my second computer so that I can play rounds of it while I'm running Praetorium in Final Fantasy 14 and watching really long cuts. Oh,
1: it's your side game now too. Yeah. Yep.
2: Wow. It, I've played a lot of Rune Terra because it just runs on stuff and it plays really well and it doesn't like there's no time limit. Like I could never do this with Hearthstone because the stupid time limit kicks in and psh, oh, You better well, make a decision well, quick. The single
1: player stuff doesn't have timer. Either. Yeah, oh, the, does, the it, multiplayer does it? Does it not?
2: Okay. Yeah. I re- I always remember the timer, but they actually
1: be- have really good single player content. But that was behind a pay. Like you'd have to buy those adventure modes, right? So yeah, they're all twenty
2: bucks
0: a pop, and yeah, yeah you just
2: have but to do it. I I just love. I love the way it plays. I love the way it looks. I'm terrible at the game. Yeah. Um, so You're I've like, been doing yeah. the single player uh, Jinx story. And I think I'm on the third chapter, maybe the fourth. I think I finally may have beaten the third. I can't exactly remember. The third but think, Jinx one? Yeah, it took a lot of tries. Like so that first that chapter? Came,
0: yeah, that first boss. Easy. Yeah, easy. Yeah.
2: through it. Easiest thing I've ever done in my life. The second one? Took a ton of tries. Yeah. Third one yeah. took even more tries. Like
1: yeah. I'm it, dying the, a lot. the scale ramps up, so there's a difficulty quotient where I think it goes from one, two, and three. So I think the tutorial's tutorial, the first mission, and then difficulty. It gets challenged. Like you, they're hard. I th- I'm doing Caitlyn. Uh, like the second mission yeah. for her, the second, and it's in Bilgewater and the Bilgewater, like some decks just lo- don't line up well with the kind of cards that are in the different zones, so mm-hmm. Bilgewater it's just rough all, all these cards have overwhelm and I have a bunch of low HP minions yeah, they're trying, they're trying to make, mm-hmm. like trying to make that work like I find Bilgewater really rough um, yeah, no, it's hard like it, it, this, the difficulty ramps up for sure It's it's
0: not a you know, you're feeling
1: OP. This game's fun. And you're like, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> what when you do it, though, it when you pull it off, so
0: bad. I've done it before. I pulled it off by one point. Like yeah. Yeah. I had one left of my crystal. I killed their last one just because of one strategic choice. Man, did yeah. that feel good. Felt
1: great. But the tough thing is about in that game, like Hearthstone's like when you face a match, I don't, I don't think it carries over your HP damage between mm. matches maybe it does actually mm. but this one does so the thing is, is like you can get by in a match with one point and then you're like you got to face a whole other dude and you've got one hit point and you're like
2: oh man this is unfair. yeah that yeah. happened to me i had one point on my core left and the next ability or the next guy i fought his ability was every round he deals one point of damage to your yeah oh, sw- I, like, I was like yeah. well I this like match over before it started this sucks yeah that's
1: swain's, swains and swain also um emotes at you like he's got an emote that goes like, like <laughs> this, know? and he's like, yeah. you know, like he does all these strolling emotes, and it's it's like I'm having a hard time beating Swain all the time, and I actually find the AIs aggravating me. He's just like, oh, Swain, and you cheap one damage a turn, like piss yeah, off. Yeah, he's a dick. Uh, don't, how dare you emote me as well on
0: top of it? Yeah. It's a fun yeah. game, though. I, I, I'm very happy to be playing that, and it uh, looks – it just looks good, man. That game. So you just cool. play as Jinx so far.
1: Did you play any other heroes? I am stuck no, as Jinx at the current. Yeah, that's yeah, all I've done so. too.
2: So yeah. I mean, it. I've gotten other heroes on my team, so you know, there's been other ways to play other champions. But oh, I also yeah. feel like her deck changed. Maybe I'm wrong, but like, I feel like my deck from the tutorial to like your first actual story mission after that. It felt completely different. And so when I did the tutorial, I was like, man, they even built the deck exactly the way I would want this deck to be. This is going to be awesome. And then I felt like all my cards changed and it was bad. Mm
1: -hmm. Um, But uh, one of the things is with reputation, like those runs uh, add up. So you get like Hades style upgrades over time. So like I'm at level seven with Caitlin. Um, You do get a lot of interesting things that out of it. So, you know. Even if it's hard, you can build up your character and things get easier. So
2: Yeah, I finally got the ability where if I I discard a card, um, she will do damage. One point of damage to an enemy and one point of damage to the core. And that was what allowed me to finally beat Swain. That and a really badass move where I shifted my hero before the attack phase. So they lined up to block and I shifted my hero to a lane that wasn't being blocked and I it was the difference to kill the core. Mm. And I was like, Oh man, this is game. So cool. Look at this clutch play. Like nobody's cheering for me, but in my head, people are, cheering yeah,
0: there are clutch moments. Yeah, I love that in a game like that. I haven't felt that in a long time. Um, definitely had that sense of clutch. Uh, it's a cool, it's a cool game. You guys, it's pretty rad. I like it. Oh, by the way, no more people quit telling me. I think jinx is a ripoff of tiny Tina from borderlands. Here's what I would t- say to you. Where do you think Chase tiny Pre- Tina came Chink's from? predates, yeah. Plus also, you ever seen uh, freaking Harley Quinn before? You ever seen that? All these are Harley Quinn rip-offs or or not rip-offs, but you know, they're they're playing on I'd that. I'd just
1: say she's a more straight up Joker rip-off than a, if you were going to say ripoff, she's more of a Joker, right? You know? Yeah, Chemicals. It's all, like, yeah. It's
2: it's, a, a, it's an archetype. Yeah. Like, that's fine.
1: It's not a rip-off. It's just it's its an original own thing. Of, fine. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why people Jinx are is so hung up
0: on that. People who really like uh, Tiny Tina are all up in my face about
1: it, and I don't know why. Yeah. Um, and that's a weird, it's a weird one, though, because yeah. Tiny Tina came second to Jinx, so I don't know how one rips off the other. Yeah, I don't understand that either. It's pretty weird. But, Jinx uh, has been around for a long time.
0: Also, I played a bunch more. I you know John did as well, so we can talk about this. We played uh, Halo Infinite multiplayer. Have yet to play with each other, but we played. I played a bunch uh, separately. I assume you did as well. Uh, how's yeah, I
2: talking? got really hooked on it. Oh, yeah. Um it's very good. Especially today I played just tons of matches. Just match after match after match today and I had another weekend where I was just playing it non-stop. Um it's really good in spite of its upgrade system which they are working on. I, I so I kind of tweeted this and I got a lot of replies that were just like, "Yeah, it's bad, it's bad, it's bad for their like whole progression system." And I had a couple people that are like, "They're working on it. What's your problem with it?" Yeah. It's like well, look, I'm the worst person to be able to identify an issue in a video game. Like I I don't know if I would make a great QA tester because I tend to go something's wrong, but I have no idea what it is. Like mm-hmm. I can tell something's <laughs> off, but I can't figure out why.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: But this is one case where I was like something's off. It's the progression system. This is garbage. This mm. needs to go. And mm. it was one of the first times I've ever been so like laser focused on how is this the version of what they decided to go with in the game? Because it doesn't feel good as a player. It doesn't encourage you to play the game in interesting or compelling ways. It seems to actively penalize you for wanting to play more instead of you know just playing a couple games here and there like Mm -hmm. and it it, the only thing it seems to really benefit is them on an artificial like pushing back the tail of the progression and buying time because you can't brute force it by just doing game after game after game to get to the end
3: yeah
2: um at least as it was originally intended Uh, the way it works just for clarity's sake is you don't get XP for doing matches. You get XP for completing challenges within those matches. So you could win, you could have an amazing game, but if your challenges are kill people with the battle rifle and you didn't ever shoot the battle rifle, you don't get any XP for that match. Now they've changed that. You do now get some baseline default XP and there's some challenges that are a little more open and you're more likely to get. So Some of it is being worked on, but it's still not there, and it still doesn't feel very good. And especially when you go into the Spartan Customizer and you see a bunch of gear and equipment, and you're like, oh, look, this looks so cool. And you have to go into, like, descriptions to find out if it's something you just have to buy from the store, which it isn't a fully open all-the-time store, so they'll show you armor you technically can't buy, Mm -hmm. or they'll show you armor that you have to earn, or they'll show you armor that just says stay tuned underneath for how to get it, which is stupid. Mm-hmm. Like it, their whole progression and customization thing could be really cool right now. It's really, really bad, yeah, but agreed. the gameplay of halo infinite is extremely fun and extremely good. And I'm having such a good time on it that as bad as that is, I'm still just playing game after game because I'm enjoying playing the game so much, which is the most important part. Yeah, it is. You have to get right. Yeah. The other stuff can be fixed. So they
0: got that right. It feels like it's great. Halo multiplayer in every sense of that word. And it plays really well. And the rhythm is great. And I love it. The loop is amazing. It's the most fun I've had in a multiplayer shooter in years. Uh, it feels, uh, it feels so good. That part is amazing. The progression is broken. They got to fix it. And they know. And they keep saying, yeah, we know. And I believe they are working on it. They need this to be very successful as a free-to-play aspect to their Halo universe. This is a huge play for them for the future. They'll This will all get in line. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm, I, on the one hand, I'm like, yeah, these are bad and they deserve criticism. And I hope they fix them soon. But I'm also not with the group that's like, oh, that's it, forget it, it's a dead game, it's never going to work, this progression's broken. Yeah, that's the thing with a living game. Things get updated, things get changed, they all do it. This this is just in a pretty shitty place in terms of progression. But the gameplay's so fun, I find myself caring less than I would normally. Like, normally I'd be irritated to hell that I'm like, oh, I didn't even get any XP for that match. Instead, I'm like... That was badass. I clocked that guy in the head. Two guys died from one grenade. And then that one moment when I sniped three dudes in a row. Oh, amazing. You know, I'm still feeling the rush of the last match. And so to their credit, 343 has built an amazing Halo multiplayer experience. I'm very excited about their campaign in another couple of weeks or week or week and a half, whatever it is. Um, but yeah, they got a they got a fixed progression. It's bad right now. Yeah.
2: And it's the easiest uh well sure there's devs somewhere they're like it's not easy but um it, it's a lot easier to fix progression than it is gameplay like yeah. if the game doesn't play good that takes a lot more effort and a lot more time so i think writing it off if you don't enjoy the progression system is a bit of a mistake because that's a pretty easy thing to fix yeah. if you don't like the gameplay then you know i don't know if they're going to be fixing that too much because i actually think it feels really good but uh i oh it's so good like it, it's doing that thing that it did back in the day when i played halo where it's yeah. just like all you want to do is talk about there are three guys down there and i jumped down and i shot the one guy and i stuck a grenade on the other guy and then the other guy came at me and i thought i was gonna die i meleeed him and i got him and i controlled the point and i was the best <laughs> yeah like it does. and that's what you want from those games like that's yeah. the experience you're chasing after and that's what that game's doing
0: agreed it's very good Um, and then finally, I'm going to leave most of the wild rift discussion to Bo because I, 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 played that also. And I want to, I want to talk more about that. Um, but I finally cracked open darkest dungeons 2. Uh, it is, uh, right now a early access game on the Epic store only. They made a deal with, uh, with Epic to get some extra money for that. Uh, not a big deal. A lot of people do it. It just depends on how early you want to get it. Anyway, that's where I picked it up. Uh, Kyle as well, picked it up there, I guess. And uh, it's exactly what I want that game to be. I'm so I, oh. I I bought it and it sat on my hard drive for a long time because I've just been busy. And I finally went, man, I need to freaking play the thing. I bought it on sale. I was on sale. It was like 24 bucks or 23 or whatever. And um, fired it up. Darkest Dungeons 2 is awesome. And it's going to get more. I It already feels finished to me. So I know they've got more bosses and more stuff to put in there. And that's great. But it's very polished already it is quite different than the first game.
2: That's what I was going to ask you. Cause based on what Kyle told me, it sounded very different and it sounds like more of a game I would enjoy.
0: Yeah. I, I think you were like me where these changes are actually going to benefit you. Um, it's still brutally hard. It's still the characters in fighting and creating sanity issues. And, you know, like the things that set that game apart and certainly the tone, the dark tone and that voiceover and all that gritty stuff is all in there. Um, but they've made it more of, uh, uh, you know, here's here's the here are the people we're gonna take off with and do a do a trip with in this in this horse drawn carriage and we're gonna we're gonna stop in places and fight and oh in the middle of the road is a problem and now we got to fight because there's zombies here and whatever it's more of a I, I don't like to compare it to Tainted Grail, bow, but mm. it's it's that idea of go venture out and go find the fights not. We're in the manor and down below is where all the shit is and, and, and all that. Right. They, they're they taking it out of the place and moving everybody outside. Um, you know, that first game is really great and a, and, a, and a revelation for the kind of game it is. This retains what I love about that first one and really moves a lot of what I didn't like out of the way. And instead there's, there's more of an emphasis on loot and on inventory and on, um, uh, making smart choices there, also making smart choices about who you're taking on the trip with you because you know what you're aiming for in terms of the boss or whatever, um, how you equip them as you go and you can point up people between rounds. You end up at an inn because you're driving somewhere and there's an inn. So you pull over and that inn's got special stuff including a uh, one of you can get a better skill, um, like a healing ability. will now add another five points of healing instead of just the three or whatever for the witch doctor. And... You do some of the relationship stuff in there so that you can ease tensions between a couple of your characters maybe, but it's all done very simply and, and, and straightforward. Um, and I know there's criticism about that's not this stationary place where you just, you know, had the hospital and all the shit up above and then everyone went down to fight. It's going out and taking the fight to the, to the people. And right the actual battles are, I think are so much better. I don't know why it is. I just feels better. I feel more compelled even when I'm losing bad. I just have a great time with it. And, um, the new, the new animation on these things. So they, 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 for those who haven't seen it, they took that old 2d, the old game was pure 2d and the old 2d art style was this like hard edged ink and dark color characters and stuff like that. And they're very simple animations, just, you know, chop forward and move back and whatever. This, if you saw a still screen, you'd think you were looking at exactly that again. But when you uh-huh. see it in movement, they're all three dimensional, and it's a crazy effect. It's so weird looking.
1: Um, oh, so and, they're like they're two D
0: renders on three D renders, kind yeah, of. Kind of I, don't know how to, I don't even renders. know how to describe it. Just so much more fluidity and dynamics to the way that they move, but they don't. It doesn't feel like it's out of place or a different game. You know, like back in the day, it's like, well, there's there's Mario you know, sprite based Super NES Mario. Now we got to take him into the world of 3D on an N64 and that's a huge visual jump, a change in the way you you perceive the world, the characters, whatever. It's dangerous. Some games fail at this miserably. Um, mm. This doesn't, it's a really cool effect. They maintain all of what you loved about the look of the old one but just make it like it almost surprises you. You see, you guy with a big mace standing there, and he's kind of hardly moving. And then when it's his turn, he'll like kind of turn a little bit. Boom, boom! Hit his hit his uh, his mace to his shield. Ding, ding! And he'll just do it like he's a little three D model in there. But he's still got all those hard edges and the, you know, the cut ink look to him and everything. And all the while, the guy's going, "Venturing forth into the wilderness will yield yet another miserable." That guy's talking the whole time, and he's great. I really like it. I think it's rad and I'm super stoked about that game. I'm excited
2: for this because I tried to get into Darkest Dungeon uh, a couple times and kept bouncing off of it. And based on what I've heard from this game, it sounds like the things that I was kind of put off by from the first one um, don't exist or are different in a way I would enjoy. And I I like the look and the sound and the feel of the game so much. I'm excited that I might be really, really into it.
0: I think you'll like it. I think Bo will like it. I think we all will. It's just, you know, they're adopting a, so, so many people made, made Darkest Dungeon likes after their success. And some of these ideas that we're seeing in this game are from games that took their idea and added a little tweak. Well, now this is them iterating again on some of those tweaks. And I think it's all for the better. Um, They're also super communicative, communicative. Is that the word? They communicate with their community. Yeah, they're talking to us all the time, saying, "Hey, this is what we're doing. This is what our plan is. We're letting you know this and that and the other, you know, like like very clear goals." And uh, interesting all that.
1: how close the words "communication" and "community" are.
0: I know, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm gonna go watch mm-hmm. six seasons of communication. Mm-hmm. No, community. Anyway, Uh so there's that. Bo, tell me why I had so much fun in Wild Rift and how you're also playing it. Wild Rift is good. Mm,
1: yeah, Wild Rift's good. I don't have I don't have much to say. It's just League of Legends, like. <laughs> It is right games have been around for 10 years. Like it's, I think I said it all last week, but I've been playing a lot, you know, yeah. so I'm enjoying it. Um, what do you want to talk about? Well, okay. About so
0: it? let me, like, let me say it this way. Right. I played enough league to know that I didn't like how league games took an hour and a half. And I also didn't like how the community sort of was, and these games are short. They're 15 to 20 minutes at a max. They feel more like when we would play heroes. Um, mm. they streamline a lot of stuff like buying equipment, when you're back at the not nexus whatever they call it um, yeah, you just
1: pick your loadout. like on the menu here select screen you pick the push the button and you mm-hmm. can either pick one of the three default ones or you can replace it with top three players and, yeah uh, and yeah
0: or make your own or you know you, you have a lot of. Oh, options, you can make though. your own too for sure yeah. and you can even say i want to be solo i want to be duo i want to be uh, you know jungler i want to i kind of want whatever that role is and it will try yeah, and the role you. selects
1: really really good system because yeah. maybe i don't play what i want but i still get to play something that i second or third want to play and yeah. it's not so bad yeah and i find most of the time i get the role i want anyways yeah so.
0: and it's fun like wrecking fools and just some of those old feelings i'd get when we play our heroes games i'm having here yeah I, didn't feel I had that like that a way,
1: 17 okay. kill one death match the other day yeah. or something like i just i'm starting to get pretty good at it
0: i'll bet um I'd love to play some time with you. it should be fun to try that. Um
1: Yes, we should put we should play. Uh, it must it should it's gotta be easy to coordinate that. Actually, yeah, I'll send you my well after the show, but I'll yeah, send,
0: we'll send it to my, me because i think that'd be my fun. riot
1: id so that we, at least you know we could it's not we like we have to get on discord or something we're on the phone no, just just, play. just send me an invite we play that's well, it that's yeah That's super
0: know. super Super um but, but but i did want to say just to quick note here uh their ui people over there are killing it at riot and i love the ui in this game it's so yeah. fun to watch this explosive sort of stuff like it makes me want to buy shit in the game i haven't yeah, like you, have it. yeah like when
1: you have you browse the skins like when you browse like i'm just like it, heroes didn't even do it like the, the, there's this huge like flick explode in and go and yeah that's fly crazy. around and go Pow!
0: Yeah, it's nuts. It's it's and way I'm
1: like oh shit! I want to give him ten dollars all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, it's just a really like like top shelf presentation style thing, and and fast yeah. and smooth. It runs great on. I mean, I am using an iPhone twelve max. You know the big the big boy. I know you are on an eleven. Um, mm-hmm. Runs. I feel re-
1: eleven has a big screen for what I am
0: used to on an iPhone. But oh yeah, for sure. Twelve is even bigger. You are saying? Oh yeah. Well, it's twelve is a six point whatever it is and in, inches but but
1: it's about the size well, of it it's like a it switch not as, big screen. as my as my 9 inches or whatever this yeah. is it's like oh, a switch boy.
0: screen or whatever it is but look at us comparing inches yeah just um, taking
2: it out and showing it to everybody but
0: uh they 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 ima- they they're able to punch a lot of eyeball power into the that game somehow that other game seemed to struggle or hitch with and this game just as smooth as butter man i don't know it's really optimized it's yeah. nice yeah. i can't believe i'm saying no. all the shit about riot these days what is wrong with you're playing me?
1: league of legends and loving it that's what's happening that's uh, yeah just,
0: and rune tara and i'd love that show that was on netflix and i i want i'm now more excited about their MMO. i finally
2: watched the first episode
0: yeah oh oh what just just end
2: I liked it. I liked it a lot. I love the way it looks. And I, I mean, the the multimedia marketing crossover business is definitely working because I saw the like the moment they're like, look, my favorite toy is up on that line. And then in room, ta- room terra, I knocked the toy down and I was like, I knocked down the thing from the TV show. Actually, it was the <laughs> other way around. But like, you know, you get excited about these weird story beats and it's getting me. Like I am this close to just like going on a Wikipedia bender to learn about everything. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's when, you know, you have me as I've learned too much about your product.
1: All you got to understand is, uh, punch first, ask questions while punching (laughs) and V or V is for violence.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Or Vi, but yeah, uh, it's a cool thing, John. I can't wait to hear what you think of the whole thing. Yeah, they, you know, whatever they're doing there, it's working, and uh, well done, Riot. You've you've made you've made a player out of me. I don't know, didn't expect this.
1: Um, and all right. Pretty soon you're gonna be dropping money on skins. So you get to see my Star Guardian Jinx outfit. That I spent some of them are bucks on.
0: Some of them are good, like
1: really good skin work. You know what the worst part is? Is they're all existing skins in the League client, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the thing is, it's the same login for Wild Rift and League. Like, they're double-charging customers, and yeah. they're, like no one's complaining about that. Everyone's they're, totally fine with it.
0: They apparently are working on console releases of this for everything, Switch, Xbox, PlayStation, all that. Yeah. Um,
1: and they, they, they've they given a lot for free. Like, I have 21 champions
0: mm, unlocked. A lot. Uh
1: I only bought one with the leftover money after buying the skin. I was like, oh, let me buy one. Mm. <laughs> the rest of them I got for free as part of the new, you know, login. Like it, it's, I'm in the Ding Desert now, but it's part of the new login. I got to choose from several, and I've got 20 champions to play. in.
0: yeah, the other thing is not we haven't talked about it much, but Teamfight Tactics seems to be the only auto battler anyone's playing besides Hearthstone's uh, uh, Battlegrounds. I mean, they're just yeah, kind of so. they're just kind of like putting stuff out on every front and going, "All right, we got everything covered, and we want to be the next." and they kind of want to be the next Blizzard, if I'm honest.
1: It feels like Auto Chess hype might have cooled off, though. No, I mean, I don't know what viewer counts are like on Twitch, but I'm I mean, sure it stops some, are, aren't right. they? Are, isn't the whole Auto Chess thing pretty much done
0: with battlegrounds? Left the victor would be. I mean i th- I think that, and I think team fights doing okay. Um, I don't know about the the Valve one the dota one i don't know if that's done well i mean
1: uh, people like like saying they're bad is like always uh or failing is such a weird proposition like they have people that are playing them forty two thousand viewers on runeterra hearthstone is this weird amalgamation so of course it's gonna have more but i'm pretty sure most of the streamers you know content wise it's all it's battlegrounds i just uh actually there's way more people watching team fight tactics than watching hearthstone. Wow. Yeah.
0: That doesn't surprise me though.
1: Uh, just, just to give you a sense, they I just, guess it surprised me because I, I think team ta- team fight tactics is,
0: I think it's pretty lame. I mean, I don't like, I'm, <laughs> but I, I mean, mean,
1: it's somebody's fun thing. So, you know, what do I know? I'm but done I, with I, auto I,
0: battlers I, I, in general. It's not interesting to me anymore, but, uh, yeah, but, yeah. but they're,
1: they're fun. They're, the, yeah. they're, they're a fun kind of time waster too. like, Sure. If you're watching TV, you know, I really like Hearthstone Battlegrounds just because of how I got to pay attention for 30 seconds. Okay, back to the TV. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I was like, did I win? (laughs) You know, like it's kind of it's it's very casual in a fun way.
0: Yeah. But my uh, only problem is I think I realized it's basically tower defense. And, you know, how I feel about that because at the end of the day, that is what it is. You're just it's tower defense. Like it's not towers, but you're just beefing up the stuff in between rounds. You're seeing how it goes, just sort of watching it happen. Oh, a couple of towers didn't hold up very well. I must not need to change up my tactics a little. Like it just, I realized I was kind of doing what I don't like. So I quit doing it. <laughs>
2: I mean, there you go. If you I'm don't like subject, what you're doing, though. don't
0: do it. Yeah.
1: I have a question, but you like turtling stuff, right? In in RTSs, yes. Because, because there's a, because did you play their, their Billions uh no, but you
0: played that? I own it. Yeah. I've never played. There are so so. Well, they're
1: they're making a new game called um, Age of Darkness.
0: Yeah, and I missed
1: I missed Age of Billions or whatever. But Age of Darkness: Final Stand. And I'm kind of looking at. I've been looking at eyeballing this game and another game called Diplomacy is not an option where you build up a kingdom but have to defend it. And while it's tower defense, it's also has a step in RTS turtling strategies as a whole game mode in and of itself. So I'm, I'm kind of eyeballing these games as potential uh, will, pl- like, plays, because... Interesting. I'm, I'm, I'm in the mood for a solid RTS at this point, but I just... I'm having a tough time making a decision on a game. I, I play a game, and I'm like, I don't know, maybe I'll move off of it. I installed Stellaris, for example, and, and it's still tactical turn-based, but I'm like, no, no, it's not it's what not I want to do, it. but... Yeah. Yeah. Um, age of darkness looked really interesting to me.
0: I love uh, the new, I mean, you gotta be in the mood for the historical stuff, but I really do like the new age of empires for, I think it's cool.
1: Yeah. See, that's another one I thought about trying, but I, I, I find I'm not in the mood for that. Yeah, right Yeah. I get you. you know, like I want the, the age of darkness does have the, like it's a medieval, there's crazy spirit monsters and mm. stuff. Like it looks, I don't know. I'm shopping for, for an experience like that, but, um, the Reason I brought it up, I don't remember, but it was to ask you something. Oh. But if you've played There Billions,
0: yeah, I did like I I, do because have I know you don't knowledge. like
1: turtle, I know you don't like tower defense, mm-hmm. but then there's this sort of nether realm of like turtling strats in games like Starcraft, which are you know, everyone's like, you shouldn't turtle in Starcraft, but you know, it's fun, you do it. But they have these whole game modes that are just devoted to that play style. There Billions are like, oh yeah, we're gonna make a whole game mode that's like that. So I just want to know if you'd played, I've I never played, played that. that
2: really fine line for me between what is fun doing the turtle thing because like scott and i both played uh, and i find it crazy that we both played exactly the same way age of empires the same way which was just build walls around everything and then basically play a city builder inside the walls where where there's no threat i mean like you get attacked to doing that in age of empires but at no point are you at risk. Maybe every now and then you need to send somebody out to deal with like one soldier that is just out of the range of all your towers and it isn't getting hit. Their billions I got because I thought it was going to be kind of like that, but you get so much pressure to have your defenses up so quickly and you know just make it through wave after wave. Um, that's where I ended up falling off because there's there's kind of this weird happy medium where i want to be where it's i don't want to feel too much pressure but you know then are you just are you actually playing a game or are you just you know playing Mm. a city builder with a weird additional element on top of it if it's too easy and i don't know what that sweet spot looks like because i don't think i've ever played it
1: Mm. yeah mm. Mm. i'm gonna um, try I one i think i'm i'm, been, I'm shopping i, I kind of i'm gonna i was just curious if you yeah
0: yeah the show we'll we'll, we'll oh. uh we'll talk about it on here and see how it went for him um yeah. you also wrote on here see a thieves story uh, how's that going
1: yeah with? so i forgot to talk about this last week but i had a we had a great victory a satisfying victory which i'll try to briefly relay because this is what makes that game so special okay all right My, mike and crofton of legend i talk about them often we log in to go on a boat we went to go get a gold node where we can find sunken treasure in a sunken boat. And we go down, we're getting the treasure. And lo and behold, we uh, emerge from the water and pirates are shooting at us. Bam, bam, bam. A bunch of dickhole pirates are just rolled up and started firing at our ship. So we actually real managed. Real
2: people to- or computers? Yeah, other
1: players, other players. Yeah, okay. in another boat. Um, we managed to get back to the ship, plug up the holes, get going, and shoot back for a whole bunch of time. Until we run out of cannons, <laughs> cannonballs. Um, so then they chase us for 30 minutes and occasionally hitting us. We're really low on wood, we got about three pieces of wood. We're trying to find an outpost to go to and ditch these guys, and and um, you know, and they're still shooting at us. They seem to play the game better than, than us, of course. We're just like, oh my god, get away. Um, so we've been dealing with them for like 30 minutes. So there's this actual blue water uh, in the top right, which I've learned is actually where there's a quest for the Shores of Gold, but Mm. I didn't realize it was like that. And I'm like, why don't we drag them into that water and maybe a kraken will attack them um, or something. But I didn't realize it was out of bounds. So we move in there. When you go out of bounds, the blood turns blood red Mm. and the sky turns dark. And it's really (laughs) terrifying, actually, being Mm. out of bounds. And I'm like, oh shit, it's out of bounds. That's not good. Being out of bounds also means that the water pokes holes into your boat. Jeez. So you'll just start, like, nothing, you'll just be like, bunk, 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 and it's like time to get back in bounds. So we used the last three pieces of our wood, and now Crofton and I are on, on shoveling water duty, and the idea was we were going to move into this area, because I checked the map and saw it, and I'm like, I bet those players have such tunnel vision to kill us, they didn't check their map. So we drew them out into this out-of-bounds water, because there's no borders or signs signaling out-of-bounds, you just need to know you're out-of-bounds.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: And um, because we got in that skirmish, I'm like, okay, well, okay, I didn't realize it was out of bounds. Let's move back into water and we'll take our chances. Hopefully, they're not as smart. And so we get out back into the fresh water and we're fine, but we still have to pail. There's a hole or two. We don't have wood to resolve, so we're paling. But I stop paling and I take my telescope out and I look at that boat. And that boat's getting smaller and smaller in the distance. <laughs> and I'm like, please, please, please. And then I saw the ship go oops, sploosh. I'm like, we made him <laughs> It was like an hour of trying to escape from these guys. It just rolled up and reamed us. And we were to, we, we tried to fight back for a little bit, but we ran out of resources. And then we actually managed to get away uh, through clever thinking and, and outsmarted them. And so I'm really proud of us.
0: It's another that. reminder that I need to play that effing game. I just don't ever get right. around to it. I hear so many good things every time you talk about it. Get excited about it, and then I-, I mean, I
1: would love to play with you guys. It's so fun. It's so undemanding mechanically. It's it's very like simple uh, game, but um, it's hard to encounter other players. Like you sometimes go hours without seeing them, and then when you do, you immediately feel that tension of I bet they're dicks. <laughs> like, it's a pirate's game. <laughs> like you're like you kind of want you kind of want it to be friendly, and every now and then it is. But also in your brain, you're like. Well, it is a pirate game. Yeah. Maybe we can sing there. Like you're yeah. also starting to act like less of a good person. You are like... the dicks. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah. So um, that was a really fun experience. I didn't stream that one, so I, I wanted the memory of it because I it, the ship was so tiny. I was like, please catch a glimpse and resolve the story for me, because you know, maybe I wouldn't know if they would have died or not. It would have been bugging me forever, but I just saw the boat go. Pish. I was mm. so happy wow um so that was a great victory overall and then we learned that we've been noobs like we've been playing this game for a year and we didn't realize that at the outpost you can get a full crate of cannonballs so we just roll with the default what's on the ship 30 cannonballs mm-hmm. which you run out really fast apparently you can load up on like 80 cannonballs or something and so this game doesn't really explain important things like that to you and uh I'm just sharing that for anyone else who's playing that doesn't realize. It's
2: like the idea that you're a bunch of frugal pirates. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We we never put our oh, cosmetics. You can't do it with 30 cannonballs. You can't do it at all. Well, there's lots
1: of the games all about cosmetics and we always, you have to, when you log in, this is actually annoying. You, I don't know how to default the cosmetics on a boat. <laughs> so you have to go and assign the cosmetics every time you play. And we always forget. So we're always in like the noob wood plane ship, just like, Rolling around, um, that's great, yeah.
0: I want to play. You it. guys should play. I need to play it. I also need, we also need to get dwarf it's on game. Xbox
1: Game Pass. It's like free, we I know it's like play. nothing. We we it. and I just have just it. Play sea yeah. of Thieves.
0: I also like it's. I, I keep hearing the new update for Dwarf Games, yeah. amazing by the way. Yeah, I I heard hearing that, that yeah. too, like yeah. real good. Like, better pick it up and play it again. This is the problem. There's too many effing games. Look at all these games you know and john's about to yeah. disappear into final fantasy land forever for for the next bit i'm thinking
2: it's yeah, true i had John to have a really me. hard decision on what i'm gonna do first you know like am i gonna mm-hmm. level we're up gonna be, we, her, we don't hear about
1: yeah yeah we don't hear about final fantasy 14 a lot on the show no
0: never no so we're no,
2: ready to never, hear about it a lot up, so get ready because uh <laughs> I'm going to finally play it, everybody. I didn't know Final
0: Fantasy and uh, DCU came out the same year. I was just looking at dates here. Did it really? uh, That's crazy. Yeah, they're the same age, those two games. Weird. I always think of DCUO as earlier. Yeah. But uh, same year. Well, maybe this doesn't count the Reborn, though. The Realm Reborn business. I don't know.
2: Oh, that could be.
0: Because that was 2012. So a year apart, but still.
1: Uh, All right. But uh, yeah. The games, there's a lot of them.
0: A lot of games, a lot to play. And gosh dang it, we're going to play them all. But first, we're going to do this email. That's a good question. Here's an email from Sam. He wrote in to core at gmail.com and says, Hey guys, first I want to thank you guys for helping me find new ways to enjoy games recently. I don't remember what discussion it was exactly. Probably not the soaking discussion we had last week. Um, (laughs) Maybe, (laughs) he says maybe it's... I
2: I don't know, maybe that changed the way you play video games. And if it did, write us. I'd be really curious how that... uh, what that did for
0: you. I did get into follow-up email from somebody who's described what bouncing is. I hadn't heard of that. Do you want me to? Yeah.
2: We got a lot of people that wanted to enhance that story.
0: Yeah. There's a new, they didn't
2: think we went far enough. So the bouncing story, I'll I'll give you
0: the brief of it. It's like, so if you listen last week, it's soaking, (laughs) but your third friend, you have a third person involved and not in a great way. They get on the bed and they jump up and down to create the (laughs) friction. Yeah. Oh, this is apparently a thing. I don't thing. know
2: what a great way that the third person could be involved is. <laughs> yeah, the third <laughs> person's involved,
1: not a great way. It's a
0: horrible way to have a third person in your little team there, you know? What an awful but what's thing. what's a good way to have a third person? Well, I don't know team? if you're having a proper uh I mean, I've never experienced this myself. So well, I like
1: like about. if you're so if you're soaking, okay, let's just say hypothetically, you're so, you Scott are soaking. Yeah. And there's then Brian Ibbots in the room oh, with you. Geez what would you ideally like it what would be a good way for him to be there (laughs) I don't know What, what, what would be the best option for him. There is no, there <laughs> is no good option. There's uh,
0: yeah. <laughs> no good option. There really isn't one. But
1: if you don't know what we're talking about, that's mean, maybe just if as he's well. feeding you like French fries, that
2: that's a good option.
0: Oh yeah, I, like I could do that. Yeah, 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 good fries yeah. though, not bad fries. They have to be good fries. Yeah. I feel
2: like if you're gonna feed two people going at it, it's got to be grapes. Just lean into what you're doing.
1: You know, I love to <laughs> be the guy feeding two people going at it. That's like you know a different kind of pleasure you're offering, but it's not sexual, so I don't feel gross about it. He? Like, you know? like, yeah. Yeah. everybody
3: here's gets
1: hungry. a chi- Here's a chicken wing. <laughs>
0: so <laughs> it'll it'll power you up. so uh, what here's a joke. What's a bouncer's favorite in this scenario? What is a bouncer's favorite french fry brand? In and out. All right, moving on. Moving okay. on.
3: Moving okay. On. Uh
0: Here it goes. Oh, let me finish this email. It says, uh, so uh, maybe it's just the fact that every week Scott seems to have a dozen games he's played that were different than what he played the previous week. But listening to the show lately has helped me be at peace with jumping around game to game uh, a bit more often and not feeling so stressed out when I don't finish a game right away. I'm currently playing or fall behind on a daily quest or something. I think that's a that's a that's a uh, liberating thing to do. Uh, truly. I, I feel that way about my gaming stuff. I mean, there's some games I wish I would get in and finish, but truthfully, I'm just looking to enjoy video games, and sometimes that's help hopping around. Anyway, my old habit of playing one game obsessively usually led me down uh, a uh, road where he would burn out hard and then try to find the next obsession. Lately, I've been having way more fun playing whatever sounds fun at the moment, knowing I can always look back uh, or go back to something when I'm in the mood for it. Now that I type it out, it sounds like a no-brainer. But either way, it's a new mindset that definitely made gaming and other hobbies more enjoyable for me lately, so thanks. Well, I love that kind of feedback. Thanks for letting us know. Uh, Now to my question. I've always been a console gamer, and that's mostly because I've never had anything other than a Mac for a computer. In our current house, we don't really have an office or a good space to set up gaming rigs, so it'll still probably be stuck with not getting a PC for the time being. With that said, with Steam Deck being announced and coming out, I thought maybe that would be the right thing for me to get. Uh, and it would give me a great way to play a lot of PC games. I'm missing out on what's, or I'm missing out on, that I'm missing out on without having to invest the money or space. However, I'm now wondering if maybe I'd be better off spending my money on the new generation of consoles or just living with that for now. Curious on your opinions. Maybe you've heard uh, any more about the Steam Deck since its initial announcement. I mean, uh, let me stop here. He has more to say, but that game or that device, the whole idea is that you don't need a PC to, to play games on it already meaning you don't have to tether it to anything you don't have to have an existing thing it's nice if you have a bunch of steam games already because then they're just going to play over there um but it is in effect a pc and i think if you are cool with the portable the portability and us of it plugging it into a tv when it makes sense if you're cool with all of that the specs look good like it's it should be a, a nice device um and if you're limited on space And especially, you know, a couple of grand on spending it on a new PC. I think this is a good solution, personally.
2: Yeah, I I would also say, you know, just to give some credence to the argument of getting a next-gen console, you know, uh, we for fear of getting labeled as a fanboy of some kind, I would recommend uh, the Xbox um, Series S or X. You said in your above email you like playing a whole bunch of different games and being able to jump from, you know, game to game game pass is what will allow you to do that you know i would probably recommend the playstation five if there were specific titles you felt you absolutely needed to play um but because he's saying that his new favorite way is to just play something whatever he's in the mood for at the time game pass lets that happen so that would be my recommendation on a console but if you already have a steam library and you just want to you know have something portable, or even if you don't have a Steam library, you just want something that you can you know, maybe play handheld and take somewhere, then the Steam Deck, I I mean, it isn't proven. It's hard to recommend that. It's easy to recommend the idea of it. I guess we should wait and see how it is received to make sure it's actually good before I recommend it.
0: Yeah, I agree. We don't know yet. It got delayed. We thought we'd know by now, but now we got to wait until February. So some of that jury's still out. Uh, they're probably still going to be kind of hard to get. Um, but yeah, like it's unproven. Um, John's right about that. But from all the hands-on I've heard, and I've read a bunch of really extensive hands-on from different outlets, it seems rad. It seems real good. Like they're not cheaping out on this thing. They're not going with a lousy screen. They're not, you know, it's not garbage plastic. It's, it seems like this is an actual attempt for them to really get some market with this. So
1: I mean, there's a big assumption that you're even going to be able to get one. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 Like, that's a huge assumption. I mean, honestly, consoles if are hard enough to get, <laughs> I'm guessing that most people wouldn't see a steam deck till late next year, Christmas time. If, if then, if, and then, and that's if supply chain issues around chips in general, kind of get back up to speed. Um, it's a real weird, I
1: thing. think at least that's what the pre-order was about. Cause if you pre-ordered, maybe at least they know how many to commission,
0: you know? Yeah. Yeah, but I'm, I'm with John on the recommendation. On, I mean, the Xbox has made it very hard not to recommend with Game Pass. It's just ridiculous, the value. Um, and they, I don't know if you guys saw, the, they are now outselling Switch and PlayStation 5 as of two weeks ago.
3: Oh, really?
1: Um, Xboxes?
0: Yeah, even though they're also hard to get. None of them are easy to get. Yeah. But the actual sales they do have, they're outselling the other two. And I mm-hmm. don't know if Microsoft is... is, is responding to this but most people are attributing to or people who, who who analyze this stuff in the industry are attributing that sales growth and that position change to game pass as being a just a real draw and the s
1: they have a cheap line as well which i think for the, the, more, budget minded, yep. the more budget minded like, the more budget mind like the game pass and the cheap like the cheaper version i think it's a no-brainer and it's a box that they can watch their netflix and you know, all, all that stuff's available on it, too.
2: There's just something to be said about booting up a new console and having it full of games, yeah. you know, and not... Uh, these things are expensive enough. I mean, controllers are insane nowadays. Like, mm-hmm. controllers cost more than a game, and that, that didn't used to be the way it worked. And, um, you know, you invest so much money to get just the system up and running that then, you know, you start throwing $60 games on top of it you know it, it gets really pricey and i i think being able to boot the system and go oh look at that i got a whole library i can play so much stuff that was what was neat for me because i was basically in a position where i got the series x and i was like well that's all i got mm-hmm. I, I got so here's my system and that's all i have i don't have any games for it i booted it up and all of a sudden i had a ton of stuff i could play
0: yeah immediately so, okay
1: hundred, literally a hundred games or more. Yeah, and yeah. you're having not even just like ten. Oh, I sub to this ten games. Yeah, and you're
0: year, having so a different. hell of a of a of a of a winter right now. I mean, with the forts between Forza, or Forza Horizon Five, Halo Infinite multiplayer beta, and the upcoming campaign, which will be out in a week, and, and a Stardew bunch of stuff Valley, that landed this week coming. exactly. And that gunk game that we heard about it like three threes ago, that's coming out before the end of the year. There's so much to play that's new, old, indie. Uh, stuff that's been on there forever, backlog libraries of various developers and publishers that Microsoft now owns. Like it's kind of just insane and it's a real strong play by them and they're spending a ton of money to do it, but it's just kind of undeniable. And
1: you can, like, you can still get your tier, your top tier stuff on that comp. Like if you like Assassin's Creed, well it'll run. Assassin's you Creed. get it there. Yeah, like, yeah. All your third party, of, right. All your CD project, game. I mean, you can get Witcher on there for like $5 when it's on sale. <laughs> like There's there's also deals on there where you can get really cheap games. I mean, that's why I bought it again. It's under, my under $10 rule.
0: Yeah. Um, oh, and also the game so. I should mention, or sorry, the console now supports direct cloud play before you have to download anything. So if you're playing, if you want to see if the latest Souls-like game, which I did, uh, Mortal Shell came out on Game Pass, didn't know what it was. Mm-hmm. Want, looked dark mm-hmm. and cool, wanted to check it out. Uh, don't have to download the 15 gigs or 20 gigs or whatever it is. All I had to do was hit the cloud play feature, and that ran great. I had no lag. That was crazy. It made me wonder how often – I'm probably going to use that more often than I thought I was just on the console because I didn't have to download this giant thing. And even if I did, the saves are all still there. Great. All of it's downloaded now. Now it's fine. I don't know, man. It's it's such a compelling – Business thing that yeah, really it's going to be
1: wild. Point. It's going to be wild when finally we can stream all games to VR headsets all yeah. the time. We're getting there. Metaverse, the metaverse. metaverse. Yeah, we haven't talked about metaverse yet on this show and how it's going to impact gaming, but I'm looking forward to it with Mark Zuckerberg. Just kidding.
0: Uh, thank you for the email, Sam. You can send your emails to talk to the core at gmail We'd love it if you did. That's talk at gmail Now, let me tell you a general truth here. We really like making this show. We have fun hanging out with each other and talking about all this stuff, hopefully helping you guys make some decisions and also, you know, maybe affect some of your tastes and things like that. I don't know. I wouldn't say we're taste makers, but we're adjacent to that sort of thing. And if you like it, well, then you could be like a bunch of people who support us at patreon.com slash core show. And by doing that, you get a bunch of extra stuff to boot. So head on over there and support us today. Patreon.com slash core show. All right. Before we leave. Oh, frogpants.com slash core for everything else. Whatever you're looking for, Twitter accounts, all that stuff, it's all there. Uh, Before we go, John, I'd like to ask you for some words of wisdom. Anything you'd like to end the show with here before we go.
2: Uh, Hey, everybody. Boy, we sure had some fun here tonight we learned a lot and uh we we grew as people uh-huh. and i like to think that you know like scott said you know it's it's about growth it's about accepting new things and new ideas but there's one universal truth and that is putting commander Shepard in the mass effect tv series is an absolute mistake please don't do it it's bad <laughs> it's not bad it's
0: not bad for a word of wisdom there didn't see it coming joe bo joe bo you want no to add quick, anything to no that quick
1: words of wisdom but i want to shout out to the military we've had a lot of their personnel on today we've had commander shepherd mm-hmm. we've had major negotiations and general truth yeah <laughs> and where would we be without all these great uh, military legends uh, so <laughs>
3: that's good shout yeah.
1: out shout out to all the former and current service
0: people wow thank, thank you, for you for your service, service. yeah exactly That's fantastic. Wow, what a great thing to finish the show on. All right, that's it, everybody. Go play your games. Have some fun. We'll be back next week with more right here on CORE. Until then, stay safe. We'll see you then. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Yes. Get more at frogpants.com.
2: We really pulled a boner on this one. Mm Mm-hmm.